Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 247 of the Fans of Power podcast. Tyler's done got me tongue-tied, and he's been laughing because we've been making fun of uh, Star Wars Episode 3 before we started the show. But I'm Nathan Kennedy. What a piece of shit. Joined by Tyler Baker and the birthday boy himself, Joey Amato. Gentlemen, how's it going? Hey! Joey, you having a good birthday? Go on! Oh, fantastic. I ate a lot today, but I'm still going to try to eat even more. We'll see how many of these cookies that Emily baked and sent to me, how many I can eat before I puke. But uh, I'll see what I can do. I'll try to enjoy them. I really do. It's not like I'm trying to eat fast, but I'm just going to see how it goes. But thanks for the birthday wishes. Um, I see that now. Just to let you know the participants in the chat room so far. I see Adam Gabbert, Fedmon Grimbot, Jason Havlick. I almost said Joe Amato. Pac is here. P-A-K. Somebody new who reached out to us. So thank you for joining us. Bob Hood 69 and Zentron. Like, so like that's the, everybody I see as Like the wrestler Pac? No, no, P-A-K, and it's a period after each letter. So, no, not like X-Pac, 2-Pac, or what, what are all the names he did? X-Pac, Pac, 6-Pac. Did he do anything One, two, else besides that? Lightning Kid. Yeah, or are you thinking about a new Pac? Is that that new Pac in AEW? Is that who you were yeah, thinking that's, of? That, that's what I was thinking of. Man, I, I was... I know, so, too many damn Pacs. I let Tyler's camera just, like, go all over the place. I had to, had to fix that really quick. And the whole delay was me. I sat there, and sure enough, right before we even started, what do you think happened? Dropped the tablet. Everything went wonky. I had to restart. That was beautiful because, like, uh, we couldn't hear Joe, but he could hear us. So he pops up, and you he's just t- with his hands, and I can't hear shit. So I'm like, Joe, I can't hear you. And, he, and you'd see him just, like, go like this and just <laughs> and get really angry. Like, like usual, that's how it is. But I did want to say um, I want to open this uh, box live to see what Emily sent. And I got a... Uh, some chocolate milk ready too for these cookies oh and uh okay so i'm gonna try not to knock anything over you guys give me a second i swear i'll try not to knock my tablet oh fuck it almost happened see come on joe don't fuck up don't fuck up i need to I, I, I need to figure out uh something to buy for joe that he can set his tablet on that will safely secure it to his table because i'm worried i'm gonna knock shit over I don't want. I don't want to knock anything over. Hold on a second. And I thought it was Big Bad Toy Store. I was like, "What the fuck did they send me?" That's what I thought when I first seen. It. I was like, "I don't remember getting anything from Big Bad Toy Store." And then I seen Nathan's name. I was like, "All right." So, um, I'm gonna be bending down a second. Sorry, apologize. Live commentary. I'm from still- Joe. Why didn't you just open the box before we started? Because I want to do it live. So let's see. We got. Um, it's just all chocolate chip cookies. Got all chocolate chip from Emily. Thank you very much. I'm gonna start off with the little container first then i'll get to the big one but i'll be doing this as we're talking and just let you know nathan not that i'm paranoid but i spray down the whole fucking box with lysol just you know out of paranoia not that i think you're dirty that's but that's fine uh i I think the cookies in the the smaller one i if i remember correctly she said that those were uh not as soft so those might have a little more of a crunch to them I think. Okay, and one other thing wanted to let people know that uh nathan said before the cookies were sent he actually stole two of the fucking cookies. I was like, what an angry little bastard. I was like, how are you going to take two of my fucking cookies when it's my birthday gift? And he stole them. But, uh, so it's two less I could have had. Well, I enjoy and I cherish everything. I mean, I, she didn't, because the, the plan was to make you cookies. And then she was going to make a small batch for us, but she didn't have enough chips. And I was like, well, I'm not just going to send these off and not taste test them first. Oh, wait, can I watch my mouth? Is, is Teresa your mother? Uh, yes. 
Teresa Kennedy. Oh, I'm, I am sorry. I apologize for that, but thank you for the birthday. I don't, she has made complaints uh, to Nathan Privy about Joe's uh, you know, demeanor. Of course, she shouldn't say anything about me on the podcast. I don't know. Well, no. the thing is, I don't know why she put it in quotation marks on there either. So, eh, whatever. Either way, I wanted to say thank you, and, and I apologize if I curse. It's, it's only out of care. love. I, 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 I do it all the time. I, it's fine. All right, I don't do it maliciously. So, all right, see if these are hard. I thought you'd like put just slam the whole thing in his mouth. Like, he just smashed it. Like. Just, just smashed it right. against his mask. You know, it's not working. Don't even have it. If it was soft, I would have did it. But it's slightly hard. But that was some good cookies. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, okay. you, you have to think that she made these like Monday, and I mailed them off Wednesday. So they're not going to be the freshest. Like, you care anyway, because you just eat shit from dumpsters. So it's fine. Pretty much. That is good. Y'all <laughs> said thank you. So I will try to be slightly doing this throughout the show, so it won't be, like, you know, interrupting the whole time. But occasionally I'll shove one in my mouth. But all you guys in the chat room, I'm going to say thank you for all the birthday wishes. And if I miss somebody, I apologize. But remember... We'll get you towards the end of the episode. This is what this is going to sound the- like the whole time. It's just going to be Joe like, oh, yeah. uh, what do you think about mm, mm, Triclops and the card? Mm. <laughs> but towards the end of the episode, guys, stick around. We always take your questions. And there better we'll- be good questions this week, damn it. I, I don't hear any bullshit about balls and all this other weird shit. <laughs> I'm warning all of you. You ask any silly shit and Nathan decides to ask it, I'm kicking all of your asses. So... <laughs> All right, so however you want to start, did you guys want to start off with the card back art first or talking about Goatman? Uh, I, I'm, I'm good with, with either. What would you guys like to start with? Whatever you want, Nathan, go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Goatman because I, I feel like that conversation might not be as long as the, the card backs would be. But Goatman, one of those characters just makes one appearance and most people haven't even like- heard of this character. Joe, you okay? Yep, I got you now. For a second, everything went quiet. I thought it was my no, poor yeah, I, I, I saw it. What, what was it last week where you said poor uh, internet and Tyler said emphasis on poor or something? Is that, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that, stu- <laughs> that stuck out to a lot of people last week. Oh, yeah, like Curtis Ackerman said it too. But no, literally, when we were talking and it froze for me, it said it and right in front. It said poor internet connection. It gotta, you got to get better. Skype, you got to so. get better internet. I, I'm. I want to get this out of the way too. If you guys see me like fidgeting like this throughout the show, I I got that new desk, and you have to understand my old desk. I've had that since I was twelve years old, so I've been used to sitting at the computer a certain way for twenty some years, right? But I'll, I'll go ahead and show it off. It's just like, ugh. just like a, a little white corner desk. There's the the PC tower, of course, this monitor, but I also have. A second monitor that I have to get a new connector for because I don't have another HDMI port on the back of my PC tower. So yeah, if you see me moving around, it's because I've been so used to having the keyboard like right in front of me in a little tray, and now it's just off to the left, so everything feels really strange. But yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll talk about Goatman, which was in a Golden Books, and, and that's it. There's nothing else that's been on this character. I'll go ahead and get this popped up uh what did i put that under i think i put it under here here we go so this is the the main image that a lot of people have seen from from that golden book 
Goatman also appears on a couple other pages, but this is sort of the main one, and honestly the best-looking one, where Beastman's kind of standing there, he's knocked Fisto on his ass, and Goatman's just standing in the background. But uh, the the story behind this, too, is that, and if, if we're going by the, the classics bios as well, which I know that we usually don't on this show, it's kind of implied here as well that, like, Goatman is sort of, like, a henchman for beast man and i'll go ahead and throw this question out to both of you guys do you think that would be a direction to go would you make or would you make goat man like maybe a one-off villain in a filmation episode where it's sort of that thing that's implied with like the the legend of a goat man anyway like i like that beast man actually has somebody that he can control you know because he's always being under the control of skeletor you know and he said things to skeletor like you know one day so I like that Beastman has somebody that could be his henchman, you know, because I don't see Beastman as ever being a buffoon, even though that's how it seemed like at points that became in filmation later on, especially when they yucked him up. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, there's so many damn standalone characters throughout filmation and other parts of Master Universe. Like, why does everybody have to be standalone? So for me, I'd love to see Goatman be somebody that is Beastman's, like, you know, right-hand guy or somebody that serves him. I like seeing Beastman have a little bit of respect, you know, to control somebody. Besides animals, as we know he can do, and but that's my quick opinion. But what about you, T-Rex? Uh, I, I was not a fan of, of Beastman having a lackey like that. I, I When I read it in the book, I, I just thought Goatman looked, looked too too dominant to be someone who's a uh, uh, a lackey to anybody other than Skeletor. I, um, I had a hard time wrapping my head around that. Not to say that Beastman is not capable of such things, but I just felt like a guy this unique... And he's standing around like in Snake Mountain with the the you know with Whiplash and um, um, I forget who else is in the same panel when they're looking down. Oh, Whiplash and uh, ah shit. Well, they're looking down in the cauldron, you know, uh, of the pool uh, that Skeletor uh, has in various stories. I just thought the character looked way too badass to be, you know, that. I mean, even like below that. Yeah, I mean, if you really wanted, you could almost say like he's. Someone Beastman's brought into the fold. Like, hey, I got a new recruit, Skeletor. You want to give this guy a shot? I mean, he's, he's ferocious. He's you know he's pretty much a human battering ram. Um, he just he there wasn't enough looked... personality, you know. I mean, th- I think that's the thing is we didn't since this is his only appearance. You know, we didn't really get much out of him when he was there. Bam, he kind of got defeated quickly. But like you said, as you've seen in the Secret of the Dragon's Egg, you know, book. There was a lot of other unique creatures that were in there. It just seemed like there were so many one-off and different things that, for me, I just thought, okay, it's cool. I can see him, you know, like being somebody that is that works for Beastman. For me, it was just different because we didn't see much of anything like that back then in the books. But there's a lot of other characters. Like, there's that what kind of wolf guy. And I think I even made up some crazy bullshit, like, bio and name for him years ago. Because I was like, hell, if they made Goatman the figure, I'd like to see this guy as a character. But, I mean, I can see what you mean. He do- I mean, the thing is, he does look badass. He looks real dominant, which is why it's so sad that that was it. His one appearance, got his ass kicked, that's all. It makes you think... Was this character planned by Golden? Was that somebody that, you know, the artist, did he just draw him up? And they thought, hey, let's just call him Goatman. I mean, I don't know how much, again, how much free range that these artists had back then. We know that someone could draw in unique characters. So I wonder if the artist for that book, if he did up Goatman, or if that was always planned by Golden from the beginning. You know, I never knew. I mean, they've done their, their fair share of, like, uh, you know, a few original characters here and there, like in the, in the hardcover books and the... Uh... 
and the soft cover golden books, you know, like the super adventure books and things like that too. So I, I'd say it was probably something that they, you know, they probably saw the design on, because I think Fred Carilla did the artwork for, for secret of the dragons, which he did a lot of those. Uh, and that, I feel like the, the second batch, that first batch is always like those first four. And then I feel like all, anything after that is like Fred Carilla's run. Um, the inside, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think the inside, the inside art of that was not Fred Carrillo. I felt like it was Juan somebody. I, it was a different artist. I can't remember his name, but son of a bitch. I think it's Juan something or, oh, hell, I can't remember. Uh, you could keep going, and I'll tell you what, I usually always have the books around me. Go through a couple. I won't knock anything over. I, Let me look, see. It like it was um, starting to scoot a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I like how it was. It was Luis. It, Luis. Luis Eduardo. Oh, okay. Barreto. Yeah, I recognize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a little. Yeah, Luis Eduardo Barreto. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, either did way, a phenomenal I mean, it's job. Great. But uh, so my my oh, it's Merman. That's what I thought. I thought it was Merman standing the uh, next to Whiplash and Goatman. But uh, yeah, my apologies on that on that correction there too. I'm so used to Fred doing so many of those books. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he did a lot. Yeah. He did yeah. a lot of them. But uh, obviously, like you know, in the early days of, of the org too, like Goatman was a relevant character. Like in that, I felt like back then, that's when you had a lot of hardcore fans back then. I feel like they've become extinct. You know, today, like I know people listen to this podcast. You know, you better know who he is. If you listen to this podcast, this is not just your 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 generic. So I kind of like to think that you know, he, he, you know, obviously he's not well known to your casual fan. Anybody who's seen Origins on the shelf for the first time, like, oh wow, look at this new. Hand. They're not going to know who Goatman is. But no. people who listen to this podcast, people who go to Hema.org, and I'm sure some of the Facebook groups are are, are familiar with who Goatman is. Um. But I, I just feel like anybody that's part of Skeletor's roster, like I, I think, could, should be depicted, and nothing short of somebody that's very formidable, like someone that can go toe to toe with you know most of the heroic warriors and give them kind of a, a run. I mean, they're all going to get beat in the end because that's how these stories are. But um, sure, a lot of potential with Goatman. I, I used to write him in uh, stories when I would, of course, I get so fixated on the roster and never actually write the damn story because i was like i didn't want to leave this character i leave this character i didn't want to leave this character and i always make sure goat man was included in my lineup of like snake mountain skeletons in his throne sitting around with and i start naming characters off out the ass and never actually got around to actually writing the story because i'd be so fixated on 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 making sure i included all my favorites and was that something you did always... in high school or was it like after high school when you did no, that this or is what fifth, this is fifth grade oh fifth grade no shit you really like goat man that much huh well, that's oh yeah because cool. that that's how i um the the library in my elementary school you know still had books left over i mean because i started at that school in 89 so a lot of the stuff that was there was all stuff from the 80s and about fourth or fifth grade i started wandering towards the i guess more older kids section of the library which was it wasn't a big room young adult section but and what's that young adult section I guess you could call it that, but they really didn't have, I mean, you know, they had like a few movie books and stuff like that. And I just happened to grab this one book and pull that and saw the Rock Warriors. And on, ah. in this section, the these other golden books, Secret of the Dragon's Egg, Magic Mirrors, the Rock Warriors, and uh, the Sword of She-Ra were all scattered in various parts of this young adult section. And it just, it, just cool. it was just, I had no idea about any of these books. So to walk in, and I was afraid to tell people. And I was checking He-Man books because this is like 1994, I think. 
So it was frowned upon to like Power Rangers. So I started, I was going to get made fun of for yeah. checking out He-Man I, books. So I, I would... remember that so vividly. And to, it, it's so silly when you think about it, though, because we're nine, ten years old and we're into Power Rangers. To me, that, that, that seems normal in an age range. But I was at the same boat. You couldn't let any of those kids know. Otherwise, they'd start making fun of you. But the funny thing was that some of those kids were like, you know, I, I watch Power Rangers, too. And I'm like... Well, then why are you fucking picking on me? But they're like, well, I, you know, we're making fun of you. I don't want to be thrown into that mix. I understand that, but what? Yeah, it was like the thing was like they, the, those kids that made fun of it, like sports or, or cars or motorcycles or all the generic bullshit. Sports are great, but I get to shits about cars and stuff like that. But but that's it was just if you liked any of that stuff, you know, it was just kind of frowned upon. And I was you know, scared to death to like let anyone. And there was kids I would like trade old toys with back then, too. That you know I would trade current toys for their He-Man toys that they didn't want. Them. I mean, I had to do that secret too. But um, but that's how I found out about Goatman was just by accident, just um, stumbling across his books. And I would have to like quickly run up to the counter and check it out. Or you know, if we were allowed to leave class and go down to the library, I would do that and then hurry up and run it back, put it back in my book bag for you know anybody like, hey, he's got a He-Man book. Let's all point and laugh at him. And, were you ever tempted to steal the books and keep them at home? No, no, I wasn't like you. Oh, no, wait, I, no, I, 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 I feel like there's a story that's about to come on here. It's, uh, Joe, how many? Oh, I'm sure Joe just wants to, no. well, there was this one time that I, I, you know, I really just wanted to steal something. I, I didn't care what it was, even though it was free and they'll let me check it out for free and I could, you know, like, I wanted to steal it, you know, as if like Joe was just rub, rubbing his elementary school nipples about stealing, you know, uh, those, uh, uh, Fudge books, or uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Of oh some my of those god! Like, yeah, any of those bullshit books we were f- forced to read in elementary school. Like, oh god, you get to do a book report on this bullshit. No, I've never, I never did that with uh, a book at all. I never stole anything when I was a kid at all. I was pretty much straight and narrow, all good. Anything I got was all honest. Buying things, and yep, I never did any stealing in school or through the now, Joe. You know very well that when you lie, you're going to go to hell. And you've already told us before <laughs> that you have stolen stuff plenty of times on this podcast. So okay, clearly, well, listen, you're on the highway to hell. Well, th- well, I was a kid, and like I said, I God does not care about how old you were. He only cares about the fact that you were sinning as a child, and you knew what you were doing. I I needed Hordak though, so I I took like I said the girl from the neighborhood. I, I had her Shira, and I traded that off for Hordak. I told her I put it in her screen door, and somebody must have stole it. But years later, I I repaid Which her. Which was I you, right? Back. You're the one that stole it, right? You you, you, know, you you hired yourself to go steal this. That way, you were clear. And, it was. You know, and- it was the only way I could get him. He wasn't at the store. That's the only figure I couldn't get beyond Ram Man, which I had to actually trade something with a buddy. Well, I had to I go most of my childhood without any of the, of the main cast of characters. And you're stealing characters, man? Like, how, you shouldn't have lived in my shoes for I was about only a year. Because you guys had to move on, start you know, playing Nintendo and, and you're killing He Man for me as I'm coming, like, oh my God, this is awesome. You guys are like, man, fuck that. Well, no. I mean, it happened. Like, it just couldn't help it. Like, I, I never played Boulder Dash. After He-Man was done, that's when I just started moving into video games and started moving into girls. So I was out of all the cartoons and the toys, and I missed so many things. So yeah, and, but I'm a good guy. And, no, and, and Zen Brown brings up a point in the chat: uh, you eating those other kids' lunches is the same as stealing anything. So yes, it's it's different though. It was only taking a little bit out of each little baggie of their. That didn't chip. belong to you. 
But I mean, how can they fucking eat? I was hungry. I went in there when we were when I had to do something. The teacher told me to go in there. I would just sneak in the lunch, take out like maybe five Doritos, eat them, go into the chip bags. I never you, ate the. You couldn't go them. to the cafeteria and ask for like a free extra roll or something. You had to go to kids who had done nothing to you and take their food. <laughs> Could you give us some sort of like you know you know sappy sad story about you know. I don't know that you know your lunch was eaten by an alligator out in the back alley or something like that. You, you, you got nothing to eat, and you're you know you're more likely to eat your own boogers if you don't get something for free here, people. Or, I, I mean, but honestly, I, I was like I said, I was always a good kid. I didn't do nothing bad. It was just a couple chips here and there. Nobody was the wiser, and they all got to eat. You kind of like my owner Ryder, how she was like addicted to like shoplifting and stuff. That's kind of how you were. I think you were just addicted to stealing stuff that wasn't yours. <laughs> We got to get back to coat, man. I swear I'm not a thief. That was only when I was a kid. I was like 10 or something. So, well, I mean, I was younger when I... I think you still do it now, Joe. You probably wander around like soup kitchens and all kinds of stuff, stealing lunch from people who were just unsuspecting and just... Oh, shit. Give me that. All right. right, Nathan, do you have any questions about Goatman or anything like that? I mean, you guys kind of started to cover it. Uh, I I was going to ask you, like your first exposure to the character but you already told us about going to the yeah it was yeah, and i i just uh i would go back and, and check that book out an awful lot and um between those three books i mean it, it, it was an exciting time because i just felt like i was being introduced to parts of Heman that i i had never i mean seeing stories and seeing characters like jitsu and webster and buzz off of one story in secret of the dragon's egg where you've got a, a like a, a gauntlet of villains being used and then Magic Mirrors, the book opens up with this big-ass battle, you know, on, on the rocks in Eternia. I mean, like, God, it was just, it was an amazing time to just discover the stuff by accident. And and then to find out years later, other people liked Goatman and thought he was an interesting character. People were doing customs of him. You know, I haven't seen a whole lot of, like, artwork. Like, I, I'd love to see what uh, Kevin or Axel fan art. with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fan art. I mean, it's... Some some of the characters that I really like a lot, it's really hard to find fan art on like, you know, Dragoon, Azrog and Spydra, Colosser. You know, I've seen a few things over the years, but for the most part, a lot of the characters I really, really like, I mean, it's they're they are known and I think people like them, but you don't see a whole lot of like fan enthusiasm to put them in some sort of fan art, so to speak. If if it's a drawing, a figure, you know, it's it's very rare do I see any of that stuff. But um, but it, but it was so cool that that Goatman did get his own figure. It was way down the line, um, but it was um, it was really cool that I was like, oh, this this is amazing to finally get that. It's uh, and I think people were universally glad glad to see him when it, when it was announced too. It wasn't one of those like, oh god, like you, you wasted a, a slot on Goatman. I don't want. I'm sure there was some dickhead out there who probably did that because there always is. But uh, I, I think he's universal universally liked he's just not universally known uh, i'll kind of yeah he's somebody that would have oh go ahead no, Nathan, go I, I was just gonna say to segue just slightly sideways from that because tyler and i got on the the conversation a little bit with me telling him like oh hey i, I got arrow and all these other classics that are on the way from ebay that i paid way more than i probably should have for but uh we got to talking about how that model was laid out and kind of how uh, Tyler saying, you know, someone out there was probably, oh, no, goat man, you waste a slot on this, and the way that the, those were releasing at the time, uh, I know Tyler went through that often. It's like, why are we getting this character now? We need like X, Y, and Z before we ever get this character. 
in this line. So Tyler, did you want to go ahead and kind of give a refresher of that and you and Joe could kind of bounce off each other a little bit with the how how that went because maybe some of these guys because I know a few of them have also posted like hey I'm just now getting into classics and even though we're spending more money at least we have access to everything that we want you guys were having to like wait month after month and this line went on for years so that had to be frustrating because I looked at the release I'm like how is this character getting released and like 2015 and not way back in like 2011. Well, it seemed to be the, the norm for not, not the first year. The first year was, 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 you know, because Mattel didn't know what they had on their hands, but after the first couple of years, it it got to where Mattel was really taking notice. And then, you know, we start finding out who Scott Nylick is and he's, he's the brand manager on the line. And, making all the decisions of as to, like, he's the reason like Scareglow got bumped up in the rotation. You know, we kind of figured we'd be getting like the first two waves and he, you know, he makes it up and that was really cool. But then after that, um, you know, we get some random characters and then you start hearing questions about like, we need this many subs to keep the line going. And then Scott's saying, Hey, here's the star sisters. Here's the fighting foeman. Here's, you know, Ular can't even have to say that, that dumbass name, and all these other characters that if you want to get the sub exclusive or this particular character, you have to buy the sub. And if you don't buy subs and it's not doesn't meet that quota, then we can't continue the line. So you always felt like you were dealing with scare tactics into buying figures you don't want. That some of these cost a lot of money. Like you know, the Star Sisters were not cheap, and you were forced to buy them. Um, what, what? How? How just much? Just so you could get your web store in. How much was the the subscription? The subscription itself was about the price of a figure, which was like thirty five to forty dollars at the time, okay. and then you had to pay for the the sub exclusive, which could have been Shadow Weaver, or uh, I'm going to call him, you know, you know original He Man. I'm not going to call him fucking Ular. Um, <laughs> God, I hate that dumbass name. It's stupid. Well, multiple human bullshit. Well, was there? So, was it just a, a every month you're having to subscribe, or was there like a set like you can subscribe for the whole year? year. Yeah. No, no. It's like one. Yeah, it had to be a year. There was no like if you if you wanted any of them, you had to you had to buy all of them. And that was the hard part because there was people who didn't want all of them. I wanted every, most of everything, but when you're constantly being told, and Joe knows this too, because Joe finally he said threw his hands up because. You know, they got expensive and they weren't honoring putting the meter orbs in. But we got, you know, fighting foam in bullshit and Netflix. We were lucky enough to get the unnamed one. And the unnamed one was a great exclusive. That's what pissed me off. We're oh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a sub-exclusive. We Holy weren't told shit. what that was until what, after you had bought it. But we were and, promised this is going to be something so amazing. That's how they kept stressing. It's going to be so great. It's going to be worth the wait. We seen. I was like, what in the fuck is that? It's just that what it's what pissed me off. It's like I said, we got a lot of shit figures that, like you said, most people didn't care about. But yes, I mean, the only way you're going to get the ones maybe you really like is by subbing up to get them all. But so we got the garbage ones, and then people would sit there and complain. They were like, ah, I don't want the meteors. And like I said, it's only certain areas that i think they were targeting to where they were going for polls i always said it's good to get polls from one spot but you should be pulling everywhere because where i was going and on social media 
I mean, there was thousands of people that would want the meteors. I was like, why wouldn't you want these? I was like, oh, well, nobody knows them, but I want Katrina. I was like, okay, let me just say something. Katrina was in one episode, and you're making it seem like that appearance was more than the meteors. I was like, the meteors, which had action figures back in the day, which had amazing, beautiful, um, that beautiful poster from Earl Norum. They had their own issue of Star Marvel issue, too. I mean, there was plenty for the meteors that people knew of them. And I said... Okay, you guys complained at one time, Snout Spout sucks, I hope he never comes into classics. I hope that Rio Blast never pops up in classics. They wouldn't look right. And then they come and they're like, you know what, damn it, they look good. It's like, yeah, because the horsemen work their magic on anything. You don't think they can make the fucking meteors look amazing? And that's what pissed me off is that we never got them, but then we'd keep getting, like like Tyler said, some of these shit characters. I don't know, or like you said, Ular. It's like, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, let's have Snake Man at Arms. Everybody was clamoring for that fucking figure. Son it's of like, a fish. God, no, we, had to, we were all forced to buy that. I hate that fucking so, thing. Yeah, and, and knowing that Scott was making all those decisions, I want this character in the line. I want this character in the line. And well, I was so thrilled when 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 Rose Scoville, like sat down with him and they started questioning him on the choices that were made. And score Scott's like, "Oh no, I've seen artwork for Neptune all over there." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man?" <laughs> and I'm sure it was probably some bullshit crayon drawing he did, or, or he saw one person. It was just like. And it's a shitty episode. Like, I don't go back and watch it. He doesn't do jack shit in that episode. And yet he is trying to, you know, ver- validate that no, it's justified to bring Nepthu into this tour line. Like, no, it's not. Like, and I, I remember I was so mad at that one. I was so mad at Snake Man in Arms. It was just this obsession of bringing in these shitty variants. And yet, again, we got to meet this quota people. And th- by this point, like, too bad hadn't come out. Um, uh, I was trying to think of some other uh, like Ninjor had to come out. I mean, there were some other top tier characters. How hell the sorceress was was further down in, into the series. Like every year was this constant. You had no idea if this line was going to continue. It always came down to the wire, and then you found out. Oh, we're going to prolong the subs, and you found out. Well, they met their quota. They're just going to keep it up. And it was like that every year that you're being scared into thinking that even though you put your money down. There's no guarantee that you're going to get the four or six figures that they release, and then you had no idea what the rest of the year was going to be. That was another gamble. You know, Joe and I, we'd, we'd see at San Diego four figures and a sub-exclusive and maybe a beast, and then the rest of the year would be announced uh, at uh, in September or October, and then another batch would be announced in February. So you're constantly waiting to see what was coming out, and you didn't have a choice. You had to buy once you once you bought that subscription, you were going to be docked for everything coming in that year. And, you know, but, you know, and a lot of people couldn't do it, you know, and then Joe would tell you to eat top ramen and live like him. You could, you know, get whatever you want. And, you know, and that didn't even work. It really that worked for me at some no. point. Yeah, it didn't work. They kept, it seemed like the prices went, you remember, up slightly. And I was they like, did. They I did just, go up. I, I think at one point they were 25 bucks. I, I, I think they were, I, when I, they first started, they were super cheap. I thought they were 25. And then I thought by towards the end, didn't they go to 35, almost 35, 40, then, 35 was the was the like that was like, I think the the the, the max uh, price. Uh, was and then Super 7, I think it rose, it rose up even more with Super 7. Yeah, so. yeah, Super 7 even more, but I even thought like there was a new tax that was starting to come yeah. in that wasn't there before. I was like, I can't do this no more. I can't, because by the time you got that figure, it was almost close to 50 bucks. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. So I was out. I think the last three years of the line, 
I didn't even collect. I was like, I, I can't do it no more. And then now you see how it is just online. Yeah. Just everything. I, well, I, I was going to add, I, I mean, you know, it, it's shitty how that model was set up, but at least it's better than doing what I'm doing right now. You know? Yeah, you know what's even crazy? seen or been a part of nathan was now that's weird we heard about you know we, they'd meet all the subs bam and they, they had a meter they'd fill up and bam all right you're gonna get the subscription but then when those figures started popping up at big lots yeah. for ten dollars a piece everybody's like what the hell i thought that you guys met it or there couldn't be actually what is going on and i mean there was like moss man tons of she-ra stuff i mean not she-ra but tons of princess of power tons of new adventures and i mean they were just flooded in there i was like i didn't understand and now you can go to ebay and there's they're expensive like i remember getting like maybe five to ten moss mans and now i have to go to ebay and i think that moss man man on card he's another high one yeah. it's bizarre i never understood it but ten dollars half them figures were going for over at big lots and those, look at the stuff those, i don't get those it. were the first classics i got because tyler's like they're at big lots go buy some if you want to get into the line just go ahead and, and get these and i went and picked the, i think i spent like a hundred and i think it was close to a hundred bucks i think i got like 10 of them maybe i can't remember yeah because grizzler was there adora uh thunder punch he-man uh um uh, Megator was there. I'm trying to look because I, 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 I went and bought some. A lot of flip shots there, or Acarius, yeah. or whatever you want to call Tons of him. Yeah, Clawful uh, was there. Catra uh, was there, too. Yeah, so I, I bought a few just, just for the sake of buying some. That way, I, you know, not that they look. I mean, the card the, the card art is always so left left a lot to be desired. I hate that they did such a shitty job with the car stuff, but I was buying to take out a package anyway. But, you know, I'm glad I do have a few on display here to you know, support my favorite characters and things like that. But it, it did. It just kind of left you wondering. And, and, you know, you just kind of feel like we were being told a lot of, and I'm sure there's some other details that we're not privy to and we will never be privy to. But um, it just always made you feel like we were being swindled a lot of times, you know, that, you're always being tricked out of your money. You, you couldn't be told. like, And I'd have been happy with this. Of course, I would have bought it no matter what. But it would have been nice to have been like, okay, we're given the first five figures, and then there's a list of the, of the rest of these that would round out the rest of the year. And we can't, we won't see them till February, but we knew who we were getting. So you know that Too Bad, Ninja, or Squeeze, and Faker. Or, or faker or buzz off or, so, or something like that was coming in at, at the, the the second half of the year like at least it told you in advance this is what you're subbing up for this is what you're going to get and we were we were never given that unless they would throw like a, a somebody's weapon in the case and someone had to be at, Camp, at uh, san diego to see it that's the, the only time you'd yeah. ever be told somebody was coming that was not announced but other than that you pretty much just had to bite the bullet and accept it all um I think the uh, the creative character thing, that was another bullshit one. You had to buy all of them uh, to get any of them. Fortunately, I had a friend who did um, sub up. And I think there was like uh, limitations too. Like if you bought a sub, you had the option to buy multiples of other characters, I think, for one point. Because I think it's how my buddy they Matt did. did. That. Yeah. yeah, but as long and, as you uh, subbed up, then you could get the multiples or extras. Yeah. But yeah, you got creative character. I think that there might have been only two figures that anybody would have fucking wanted drago man and those who probably would have wanted a uh, fearless photog that yep, they didn't get those the only two i wanted exactly the others is like nobody gives a shit about them they're the most worthless things next to that damn unnamed one that i could think of 
Yeah, and all of those were just in-house creations. You know, the hey, if you submit, we'll, we'll give us a, a design for free. We'll make it into a figure, and that was just like it. Um, I'll, I'll never understand the the logic behind that, and uh, you know, forcing those characters into the mythology, making them like prominent characters in the downloadable mini comics and the shitty mini comics. It was just. It, and that's the kind of stuff that puts Scott like in a bad light with me, you know. Yeah, he kept he did carry a big flag for the line and really wanted to succeed, and it did. Um, and it was always a struggle going towards the end there because obviously lots of fans don't know who this character is and don't know who that character is. And, oh, I really don't need him. And it's just like, all right, get the hell out of here. We ain't got to use for you. So it was really up to hardcore fans to keep keep it going and. All the way up to the last last wave, it was it was um, pins and needles, not knowing if I was going to be able to get too bad or or um, uh, ninja or, or uh, squeeze or or anybody. I mean, just just constantly, never sure. It was um, fun but super stressing at the time. To always making sure you had money for it because those figures were not I cheap. Rem- I remember that. Bills. I remember that part with. <laughs> Tyler would just, he would look at me when I'd go over to his place and be like, all right, man, he's like, uh, uh, this is coming out. I don't know if we'll have money for it. I was like, I, calm down. I think it's going to be all right. <laughs> Which was a, a concern all the time. He's like, no, and but you, not you, much you don't changed. understand. And I'm like, I, I, I do, man. But it's like, no, no. But I could see that being stressful because you, once you, the line had gone on for a while, you would, you would want it to keep going because you're like, I need these figures in this form too to go with the rest of this stuff so i'm glad that we got as many as we did and i'm glad i've been able to obtain as many as i have i still got a handful that i need to get eventually i'm not paying a hundred dollars for them on ebay damn it but i i will get them well if i see any deals in groups for you i'll definitely let you know because i always try to look through the groups and if there's somebody that seems like they're doing a good deal i'll send them there or send them your way or send you their way okay. so but let's move to something good since we went in you know we started good then we got a little rant because we always get upset about some crazy shit let's go into 83 wave of the vintage yeah. masters of the universe figures card art of our least favorite to our most favorite art so however you want to start now how did you do it last time nathan did you just pop them all up on the screen well, or did you show them from what you did i couldn't remember what you this did I, I gotta adjust tyler's camera here um I, I'm doing it a little differently this time. We're going to go uh, each card back in sequence because I went ahead and just put up the whole thing on here. Hopefully it, it doesn't clash too much with what I have in the background of like vintage toys in store on the on the peg itself. But we'll uh, we'll start here with Evil Lynn. Uh, get your guys in it. I, I'm going to say off the bat that me personally, most of the card back art from Wave 2, I, I'm not a fan of i think some of them well it's all <laughs> similar it's like it's always man in the background with the accent shield yeah. the accent shield the yeah. sword and shield. <laughs> you've really seen anything different to be honest because i like i said i know i still was going to do my least favorite to favorite but uh well, hell, well if you want to put up evil well, i figure what we could do is we'll we'll talk about all of these as they're on the screen here and then after that we'll we'll all give our ranking i like that okay well, I like this one. This one, I, I really enjoyed. It shows, I mean, her mystical or magical powers. This one even is kind of showing her seeing the future. Not just like she's seeing a vision of, oh, He-Man's over here. It's kind of like a future vision. And her using her, you know, weapon that she came with. But beautifully drawn. Kind of spooky, too. But it's, you know, I mean, especially comparing to all the other ones, as we're going to see here in a bit. 
at least it kind of stands out. I always liked this. It seemed like one of the most iconic pieces of art known for Evelyn. I can't tell you how many times we've seen this on other pieces of merchandise or even artists, you know, current artists, redrawing that. And I always loved this piece. I did too. It, it, it's always stuck with me. I, I thought that it, it's so colorful, um, but I, I just took it as like Evelyn spying on He-Man. Like she's using her wand to, to see what He-Man's currently doing at the moment, like to where she can you know, set her, her trap or, or uh, put her plot into action. Um, and I just, I just, some, some of them are just so vibrant. And that's what I always think about this. I always think of, like, Axel did like a, a commission for somebody that was like a, a throwback to all these variations of Evil Ant, and he threw in an homage to this one as well. I feel like I've seen it in a few other places too, but um, it's been a lot. Yeah. It, there's something about this one that's very unique in, I think everybody always remembers the evil in card card art, and it's just oh yeah, it's very simple. It's just her, you know, squatting down and just you know wielding magic out of her wand to look, you know, and like Joe, Joe thinks looking into the future. I think she's like currently like spying on He Man. Could oh, be interpreted a lot of ways, and that's what makes it interesting. Well, I mean, no, true, but I mean, I didn't know if you remembered on the actual card art, it says she's foreseeing the evil future, so she's like looking into. Oh, see, I, I yeah, I, I forgot that the actual tagline said that so but i yeah. I still look at it as that you know spying on him either spying, way I, yeah you mean oh hell yeah hell yeah either way though it's just creepy it shows her magic but i just i love how it's just drawn too but again yeah it is the most probably one of the most or memorable pieces of art for eva lynn because like you said axel and others i've seen so many people redraw this and then it popped up on a lot of merchandise back in the day too you know where they would like redraw that put it on something different yeah. so it's been shown quite a bit, and it deserves to we be. We should yeah. uh, just photo, someone Photoshop. Uh, she's looking in there, and just have Tyler doing something. Find find like an unflattering picture of Tyler to put in there. Now we we need me like striking a, an awesome like you know, macho pose. You know, I hey, here we go. I walk with my power sword, and you know she's like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that Tyler. I'm gonna I'm gonna seduce him, take advantage of him, and put him in a trap. You know, she sees of, me like break out. She's, and I'm bending over into like a dumpster, turning over the other way, like looking or something. And she sees me in her. Yeah, or, yeah, she's spying on Joe. You see, all you see is Joe's like plumber's crack, you know, in in the dumpster. He's like throwing stuff out like Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. Ah, ah. There you go. Yeah. What was your thoughts, Nathan, on this piece? Uh, I, I, this one's easily like towards the top of Wave Two for me because the art on yeah. some of these, like I said before, is. Uh, that's not good <laughs> there's not a whole lot of action going on in this particular no. there's action but it's not as dynamic as the as the line would would grow uh well hell even you know because i told nathan we won't cover the reissues that came out in this year where the original uh, group got their own card art we'll save that for the first wave honestly i think there's more going on in those and there's actually less happening in a lot of those but there's just more I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that when we cover the first wave. <laughs> exactly, because like now, now we're on the one for Manny faces. For this one, I mean, I always thought that eh, looks cool, but I thought, okay, again, we have He Man with the in the background yeah. thing that had he, to be like known for at least four. Of these. He Man didn't need to be there at all. No, but uh, but I think they had to draw the main hero, so he's yeah. at least in four of them doing this. But Merman to me, I was always like. Well, what the fuck? Manny Face is blasting. Merman looks like it's not even facing him. Like, he just keeps coming. I don't know if it's supposed to be a special armor if they wanted to, But either way, it's like Merman is just coming like nothing's happening. So it's – and there's kind of like a blank kind of face on Manny Face. It's like it's this human face, but there's no emotion. It looks 
it looks so like lackadaisical. If that's the word, like, yeah, I'm shooting a gun. I don't know. You know, it 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 could have been so much better, but eh, I don't know. I didn't get much of a feel out of Manny Faces. Well, I mean, there's three people there. There's some kind of action, but I don't know. Something was flat. Uh, well, the whole thing's just off because Merman looks weird to me. Manny Faces looks like he doesn't want to be there, and then you just have He Man in the background just to doesn't need to be there at all i mean i it, on this on this though i think the thing i enjoy the most is just where they're showing you hey you can twist the head and look at the different faces that, that, that's kind of like the highlight for me on this card back which i i mean this is my least favorite i'm just going to go ahead and say it just because it's not depicting the action feature that many faces yeah. comes with everybody that gets a card art you at least with evil and like she's using her magic wand Everybody else, like Ram Man, he's ramming into Beast Man. Manny Faces, we should have gotten one small square because we've seen it in others where you see Manny Faces kind of like. Yep. Well, no, I say like, no, just one square where he's like, you clearly see he's being like ambushed by Merman and Trapjaw. And then the big splash one is like, you see his head turn into monster form, you know, or, and then also a robot, which, but to show like he could, that you turn his head. And now he becomes a force to be reckoned with. Like Yeah, like they could have spread it like a bang, bang, boom, like a transformation of the faces to do something yeah. then to engage into the battle. You're right. This it's like just, they did with Blast you... Attack and uh, uh I was trying to think of another one that has like a couple of, that has like multiple bubbles. Like King Hiss has I multiple know what you bubbles. Mean. Yeah, yeah, something to quickly depict the human form and then you show like okay, the or Extendar. Extendar's got one where he's being ambushed and then boom, he you know uh, you know, that's the thing. Extent. I think because, you know, later on we got so action feature heavy that they definitely wanted to make sure they drew how these action features went. Some of the earlier waves, even though, yes, Manny Faces definitely has an action feature, it's it was pre-multiple splash pages. But it's I just thought out of all faces, the, the human face, yeah. like, why would you have chose that? You should have chose something else. And if you're doing the human face show some intensity it's just he looks sad like i'm shooting a gun i don't fucking understand it so yeah this one is not one of my favorites out of the wave you know still great art but just eh, pretty flat. i, I, I would have went robot face if you're gonna go with one in the art that's the one i probably would have gone with i often thought the robot face is probably the one that gets neglected the most like everyone knows about the demon face the monster uh, monster form but the robot always intrigued me in the in the uh mystery many faces episode there was something uh that was you very unique about that and what many faces could do in that episode when he was in that form so that's uh that's definitely something i feel like we we just don't get enough of so i think it's a good point made by nathan on that yeah. up next we have trap jaw which I, what is going on with stratos right here by the way <laughs> ah, like is is he like is he scared or is he trying to intimidate Trapjaw? Oh, no. I don't know which way that that's trying. And once again, I, I, pointlessly have He-Man in the middle, like there, which hey. I, maybe not so much on this one because I this makes a little more sense, I guess. But uh, yeah, the Stratos face like, kills it. Yeah, Agreed. I mean, I like, again, I like how Trapjaw looks, but how he's swinging that way, I guess all you can assume is maybe. Maybe he caught Stratos off guard. Here's Stratos coming off of that little mountain peak. Trapjaw turns, and then Stratos just jumps back because he's a chicken shit anyways, and his feathers are flying off. And that's what you get. Is that experience? Like, oh, shit. Hell, <laughs> Thank you. So he's like, oh, shit, because he's worthless. He says, I can't do nothing. And this is the only time He-Man makes sense because he has to come up and back up Stratos because he's fucking worthless, and the He-Man comes in to fight. Oh, sir. 
Go ahead. Well, Grim said in the chat, it's like Stratos is like, he's got a gun. That's kind of like the expression that he does have. <laughs> Probably. Uh, well, yeah, plus, like, Trapjaw's like a one-man army in itself, too. So it's like he's, he's like, caught, he's like caught them off guard almost. I mean, it's playing up the, the ferocity of Trapjaw, which he is supposed to be depicted as, you know, uh, one, one of the, 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 the top, the top of the heap. I, I, I mean, I, it's... It just makes sense for him to. I mean, he's going to be against He Man and and Stratos, so I, I think He Man's taking cover, and Stratos is like, "Holy shit, man!" So yeah, he's um, scared. Okay, all right, we're we're, we're done here. <laughs> in stream, uh-huh. and takes off the earpiece and like flip over the table. This is going to be podcast. This is going to be Tyler's Steven Seagal conversation. Yeah, which yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is my Patriot discussion. You I just get up and leave and blame it on the air conditioner. I, I know that uh, we do bring this up every so often, but in case you guys are new to this channel and haven't gone back to check, was this an episode of Beyond Retro that it was? Yeah. All right, and yeah. we got on the topic. Oh, we got on the oh. topic of Steven Seagal, and what happened? Was it like Tyler was saying that? I know it was a miscommunication, and like Tyler said, the, the air conditioning here wasn't on. It was hot, and I, I was just He's having full a bad of shit. Day. He was mad at me because I was not backing down off my stance of what year the piece of shit straight to video it, the Patriot came out. It was, it was just like I said, it was a little miscommunication. That's all. It was it, not. You were just mad at me and got up and left. <laughs> and you know this what happened. He placed it off his. Oh, the air conditioning. It no, yeah. no, I was sweating balls. That, that's how it went. It, it came into the conversation of the release date of the Patriot. And Tyler yeah. said one thing, and Joe's like, that's not right. And Tyler's like, no, it's this. And, and Joe was just like, all right, I, I got to go. And then he just, like, hung up and left. Yeah, and we didn't see him again until uh, Fans of Power the next and day. And I was like, did that really just happen? And All right, well, I guess we'll finish the episode. And I was just trying to say, no, I meant it a different way. So it was just me with my brain because it runs 100 miles an hour. I was meaning one thing, saying one thing. So that was just, it was on me. It's, my brain runs too fast. But a, hey, look, we got Ram Man's card art out. Now here. Hey, look, let's change the subject here. <laughs> Boom. I'm good like that. But, uh, no, you know what's funny is I didn't see Ram Man's card art until the internet came around. Because beyond like how we were talking earlier about how I didn't have Hordak, I never got Ram Man in the store. I literally traded to get Rain Man from a friend. He never had the working feature, never had an axe. So I never seen the card art. And when I seen it for the first time, I was like, oh, cool. I mean, at least he's doing something. He's in yeah. action. He's hit Skeletor with, and of course we got He-Man in the why? back. And, Once again, why? And I was, I, why did they have to do yeah, that? Well, every single one of them. They just had to. They got to put the main hero. But what I liked is, this was different. It kind of bled into the rest of the cards. Usually the card art, it has that line cut where it's at the top. But this piece, with all the shadow and Skeletor's foot, started going into all of the um, like the twelve back cells. So it was different. But I liked at least there's some action. You're showing what Ram Man does, and it was a beautiful piece. So this one, at least, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, this one would have to be once we get to the rankings. This one's a little higher up for me. Yeah, Skeletor seems a little off, but to get the perspective down, it all makes sense. So the only thing, the only drawback is just having He Man there, like. <laughs> coming into battle when something else is already going on i just don't i and really i think this is really the only way where they will force him even in the reissue card backs like everybody i mean like man at arms uh uh stratos uh zoda uh, well not zoda um i was trying to think that guess he is not featured in all like he's not featured in skeletors 
he's not featured in um, uh, Merman's. Like for for whatever reason, the same card art was done in the same year, but the need to include Heman and in, in damn near all of them is not in the the reissued card art. And I have no idea about that one. Like there, there's something very you know unique and special about this way we're talking about. I, I think just because I feel like I as I got older, I saw it used in like the trading cards, like with the stickers and stuff like that. It was used in other forms of merchandise. So I feel like it was one, it was a, a, a series of card art that was used a lot. Like the Manny faces, the Ram man one. Um, I feel like the trap jaw, like on the, one of the lunch boxes here that I got and Joe, Joe's yep. got, Oh, right it over is, there. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking at it right here. It's, it's got the Stratus yelling evil ends, you know, using her wand. Ram man's that, Skeletor. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's, uh, it was they took basically all the art from this and put it on a lunchbox. But pretty no. much, I'm looking at it right over here. So <laughs> it's uh, it, it some of them obviously leave a lot to be desired, but it was used a lot. Yeah, so I'm I, thinking because you, as you know, with like a lot of the later waves, we started getting remember variants of He-Man and Skeletor, and almost all the later waves, or at some point in some capacity, you got them. But this wave, as you know, there was no He-Man and Skeletor with it. So I think that they were just trying to push and let everybody know this is our main hero. And you'd think a hell Skeletor would be popping up as the main villain, but yeah. you at least get him on one of them. But I think it was just their way of trying to keep it into people's eyes about. If they maybe missed wave one, I have well, no clue, I mean, but it, it's but, awkward. But even then, it doesn't make sense because you can see right here, like when they show you all the figures at the bottom, He Man is, oh, is sure, at the top sure. left. No, yeah. I mean, it's a good point, but it might have just been something Mattel said, hey, you got to keep drawing the main hero in some Make form sure those, those case ratios are really shitty. We got to make sure that He Man yeah, and Skeletor. Yeah, not much has changed. Yeah, no, it hasn't. I actually went to. Yeah, I don't want to get on a rant. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, well, it's something that we've already said before. I. Up next is uh, Triclops. I think this one's probably this, yeah. one, this one's my favorite. This one makes sense having He-Man there. We're showing him spying for Skeletor, and and it shows you here at the bottom of like, hey, you can you can twist this, and he's he's got oh, different different eyes. He can see around corners. He can see everything, kind of thing. So. It's dynamic, though. It yeah. is your. It's dynamic. It's showing one of his abilities. He's spying on him. At least He-Man's not in the coming up to get somebody pose. But it sticks out almost like the Evil Lens because I think Evil Lens and Triclops are at least my top two favorites yeah. of this entire yeah this entire wave. But I like it. I always fucking love Triclops. God, it's just he always looks so cool and the the eye feature. I mean, especially when it started getting to the evil one, he just looked like he's so fucking pissed. So yeah, this was always one of my favorites along with Evil Lens. Yeah, anything with Triclops to me gets gets you know a plus uh, for me. But I, I genuinely love the look of this. It looks the best. Like I think it's drawn the best. Like Triclops looked perfect. Uh, the angle of him being up on a higher mountain peak and watching him in a battle cat down below, and he's got his you know sword out. It's just it's just perfect. Um, yeah, it's it's flawless. And uh, just because of what the, the scene is being depicted. It just um, it it tells a story, uh, and that's some, uh, some of the great things about Errol's artwork is a lot of his artwork on the car books tells stories. This tells a story. Like this could be a solo adventure of Triclops spying on He-Man, trying to stop him from getting to a particular location. Skeletor doesn't want him to get there, or something like that. But you could you could develop an entire story out of that card art more more than any of the others that we've talked about. You could do something with Evil Ends, but I feel like everybody else is just kind of like random actions this this tells you something and, and, and tyler we very... do have something we have something from serial geeks so we know who that is 
He says, fun fact, Triclops's head was redrawn. It was slightly different when Errol McCarthy first illustrated it. So, huh, see you learn something new every day when you got serious. From the D. Minister of Truth, man. We, and next time he's on, I want I want him to dress up like a minister. And that way, when we, we, we reference his book, he's like reading from the Old and New Testament. You know, like, you know, let, let us give the praise to our almighty, you know, mighty uh, James E. Talk, you know. And then we pass around a collection plate and stuff like that and donate. He's got to bless us before we start. He's got to bless yeah. us. He needs to wear like something black with like the, 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 I want, like when he comes in, he needs to dress something like, like a cheap minister or something like that, you know. Reverend James Etock. Reverend James Etock and the evangelist. And Nathan could play some, uh, some, uh, uh, some, uh, some organ know, music. church music. Or, yeah, organ, yeah, organ music or something like that. When, <laughs> thank you for your hour of power TV prayer here, people. And, Oh, you know, and Danielle comes on and she's like, you know, singing in the choir or something like that. And Joe's stealing from the collection plate. And, you know, it's, hey, uh, that does make sense, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. That's Joe's sitting cool. up front, like with a slingshot in his pocket, and, like suspenders and a little, little, little shorts and like a little hat with a ribbon on. And he's just got taking handfuls out of the collection plate. And then oh, James yeah, has come and slap on the back of the head. Well, I, oh, James, nice. I, I appreciate you uh, watching us. I know it's very late for you. Yeah. So I appreciate you popping on to. He, he's got to be drunk or something. He has to be. <laughs> and, and he already says... We're really bored right he, now. He, he, loves the idea. he loves the idea. So, James, next time he you're on, we'll, we'll, we'll have you all set up. And I wanted to do that the first time he was on here. I even made reference and played a, a clip of uh, In Living Color, and no one knew what I was doing. I was doing... Uh, the, when, they, when Jim Carrey and uh, Damon Wayans were making fun of the TV evangelists, I played the opening of that. And, of course, James didn't know what I was talking about, and Joe didn't help by not saying anything or acknowledging what I was doing. Uh, oh. I know. Fall out head with a clock in my pants. It'd be high noon right now. Well, see, he gets it now, but when I did it then, I got nothing. <laughs> you need to keep that time to yourself, Reverend. Uh, but um, yeah. all right, let's get to the next card back art, which is my probably one of my other least favorites. I, I, I think I think this is my least favorite. Like at least this oh, the, strat the Stratos face is comical, but this just looks horrible. This is bad. Don't get it at all. It's like it's. I don't understand the pose of Faker, what's supposed to be happening. He-Man's coming up. The angles look weird. I just... He-Man's face. It's, it just looks... He-Man's face. There is just so much forgotten. It's like, I don't know what they were trying to depict here. Is Faker jumping back at seeing He-Man? Is he going to jump forward? He's looking kind of still at a weird angle. I just well, don't like just this He-Man at all. He-Man hunched over, too, and he's like, oh, oh. He, he looks like a caveman right here. Yeah. Not, I don't like it. Uh, I don't like. It. I don't even want to say no more about it because I just I don't like well, it. <laughs> to, one thing I did do as well. I I do have the reissue of this one where the colors are a little bit brighter and you guys get to see who all was in this wave with Scareglow and King Randor and everything. And it actually shows more about uh, action features as Joe's camera is going all over the place for me. Yeah, that's okay. But Tyler, what are your thoughts on this one? Do you think it's it's pretty pretty shitty looking too, or? No, I actually like it again, because it's Faker, um, and I just took it as like you know Faker's this is this you know unstoppable force coming in He Man like that's that's yeah I get your all's points like I I can't argue that but I just I mean I, I got it where's it at? oh right I ain't gonna try and tear, take it off the wall here don't have a Joe but, moment don't knock everything down well no because I, I just I don't have to get up and and just I, I mean I got the the commemorative Faker right over here so I could I could look at it if I really wanted to but. But I, I, I liked it. I've always liked it. Um, hell, even Axel did like a, a throwback to that when he did the uh, the power conference. I got it over here, but the the poses are reversed, and they're a bit more dynamic. I think you guys would like it a lot more. He has like, you know, 
swinging the battle axe at, at a upcoming yeah. uh, should have been something budget. a little more. Yeah, but I, I I like it just because it's Faker, and that's kind of the only reason I like it. You know, because I do like the character a lot. Sure. Um, I can't argue that it's the most dynamic action scene. Uh, it wouldn't be in my top two, but it's more higher up on the list strictly because it's Faker, and that's it. Okay. All right, well, I guess now it's uh, maybe ranking time, uh, least favorite to favorite. So uh, I think I have to go with, uh, I don't know, I just, Stratos. I, I, we, come on, just we know that one's going to be last. We, we know that one's going to be last for you. I Well, my favorite is, no, go ahead, go ahead, Nathan, go on, go on. Go on. Well, let's, let's all, well, I'd say we could just kind of like go in order, but I, I, would we all universally agree that Triclops is our, our top? Oh yeah, hands down is my number one. Uh, that one is my number one as well. I think after that, I would. For, what, real quick for me, it was I, I I liked Evil in the most, then Triclops. Those are my top two, but I just had a reverse order. They're both fucking awesome, but I go Evil in then Triclops for me. Okay, Evil in is my number two. I okay. I think Ram Man would be my number two, and then followed uh, by Evil in. And I put Rayman at three. I put Rayman at three. Number four for me. Three. Number four for me would be Manny Faces, and then Trapjaw, and then Faker. I that's the same. Thing. I go to Joe's. I go right in that order. I go Trapjaw, Rayman, and then Manny last. Okay. And damn, just like I said again, and it's not us. As you've seen, we're not knocking the art. We're just dissecting no. things that we thought. No, the, po- we the poses are not as exciting as as we've seen in others. Like yeah. you know, because it's the, the action scene's not not giving you as much. Um, right, like was, I said, I mean, you get into eighty four, the eighty four, which we've already discussed. I mean, you go back and listen to that conversation. We we took a long time. There were so many of those. Pick, there were so many. I mean, what did we get to eighty five? Where we've got the heroic warriors. Evil Wars and the beginning of the Horde. Yeah. We got a shitload of card art to talk about that. Yeah, and then, and then that'll be that'll be cool because I think uh, the first time we did it, I just had all the art there for everyone to look at. But I kind of like going card by card and and talking about sure. each one and then wrapping yeah. it up with a rank. It did. It seemed like it was cleaner how you did it that way. I agree, Nathan. Yeah. I like the way you. Well, did we it. do something like eighty-five. Though we we got a whole lot to get through before we even rank it. Like we have to come up with something a little bit more different for that one. Like this could work for the first wave, and for eighty-seven, and maybe well eighty-six. We got the stake men, the horde, and uh, heroic wars in that one. So eighty-five and eighty-six are going to be tough because we got a lot of factions to cover in those. Sure. So sure. we'll have to come up with something a little bit more rapid fire with that so it doesn't get too monotonous, I feel like. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. We always do. So now, I guess, for everybody in the chat room that has been waiting, please hit us with some good, interesting questions of anything from the mini comics, cartoon, toys, whatever it may be. Do that right here in the chat room right now. And while you're doing that, is there anything, Nathan, you wanted to say? I always pass it to you just to see if there's something you were going to ramble about. Well, Lacey Dean did ask us a question on Facebook about our thoughts on the Mythic Legion figures, if we had any. I don't have any. Did we get asked that last week? Uh, Was it last week? I could have swore somebody asked us that last week on the podcast. I I can't remember. It all all blends together. But I, I like them a lot. Some of them are really cool designs. I wouldn't mind getting them. The price point's not bad compared to some of the other stuff that's out there these days, but uh, it's not something that I would have to just nitpick. I wouldn't go through and just buy everyone to have them. I would want stuff that would go on the shelf that could fit in with the classics a little, because some of them, 
some of them kind of veer off more into like a Lord of the Rings esque kind of thing. And I don't think that they they have a lot of Masters of the Universe homage figures, yeah. which do look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I uh, think like that's I, yeah. Th- those will be the ones I would nitpick because I'm like, all right, well, those seem like they would fit on the shelf with classics. If I had the money, I mean, I definitely would have bought them along with the rest of the classics. I just didn't. Um, I was. I don't want to say because you two are going to get pissed at me again, but I was gifted two of them, which was the Battle Cat version and the Skeletor one. So I'm sorry. And those uh, were, I, I, that's were fine. Really cool. Joe's the one that gets all the stuff. That's fine. Well, no, you, I don't get shit too. I haven't got jack shit from anybody. I mean, you people just you know, you know, all you people can go to hell. <laughs> I, and thanks for the birthday wish, Robua Channel. Um, say happy birthday. Um, real. I only had one mythic. I did buy one. I bought the black ram because it, it uh, to me I took it as like an homage to Skeletor. It was a purple and black motif, and you know the the, the havoc staff has got a ram on there. So I took it as like a an, an advisor, like a, a council for Skeletor or something like that. But I, I the character's been misplaced over the years, kind of you know because they're they're f- fragile figures too. So I had but no idea. But they are amazing looking. They really they are. They are great. Yes, they are. Um, All right, and I was. Oh, wait, real quick, I want to acknowledge uh, Adam Gabbert got me a really cool fucking birthday gift. It's in my hand right now. I've never seen this before anywhere. It's a, like, fuck, what do you call that? I don't know if it's sterling silver or what, but it's a Jason Voorhees mini statue. It's heavier than hell. I mean, really, you throw that at somebody, you could, like, knock them out. It's that heavy. But yeah, um, I'm just thinking about hitting people with it. That's the first thing. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's... it's and then so he can take, like, take their lunch. He hits them in the back of the head, so unsuspecting, and takes their Ziploc bag of Doritos. Wait until I find that hobo that's getting him some Popeyes. I'm going to knock him out and take his food. It's not gigantic, but it is heavier and shit. He got it from Russia out of all places. This came from Russia. So uh, thank you, Adam. This is awesome. I didn't have the note that you sent me by me, but I appreciate it. Thanks for the cool-ass Jason thing because I've never even seen or heard of this thing. So That's cool. It's cool as hell. That also, makes, it, cool. that also makes me think that someone should do, like, uh, chess, but the pieces are, like, different horror icons or something. That would be kind of neat. Yeah, have the board could be all yes, I've never bloody. Just, it, I'm sure it'd be cool, but I just I've never learned to play it. I could play checkers. I'm a simpleton. I'm a moron. So me I can too, play. Checkers. I can't play chess. It, chess looks like it'd be a lot of fun to play. Dude, give me checkers. Ch- chess is awesome. I we I have the clubhouse games for Nintendo Switch, and Emily and I play, and I'm undefeated playing against her in chess. By the way, she thinks that she was talking all this mad shit before we started it. Like, oh, I, I played chess, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I played some chess too, and then I. I haven't lost. Well, she's Bonnie Fisher. Uh, yeah, haven't lost. But uh, uh, a couple things that we did get, a couple of requests. Uh, Michael Purvis in our group was asking us, or was giving up on asking us about the Return of Orko's Uncle or Not So Blind episodes for us to do a commentary. I love how like he says he's giving up, but I didn't see jack shit about anybody requesting a commentary for Return of Orko's Uncle, which we had already done years ago well i I, Uh, I guess now would be a time to either revisit that or do not so blind and we also have one from oh not so blind i don't think so (laughs) we also have one from (laughs) ask 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 our reverend e talk about that episode whether it's worthy of doing a comment i mean if i had the books right i had to move the books because of the desk i could have looked at it and found his his rating but we also had one from captain chronic asking us about a commentary for wizard of stone mountain yeah, that that that's that's definitely uh, worth doing, and I'd love to revisit you know Orko's uh, you know Return of Orko's Uncle because that was you know years ago, um, you know all this stuff's worth revisiting. You got me so, now I mean, to ask you questions during it. 
Yeah, yeah, we we don't have Nathan's perspective on it, and Nathan it has gone back and watched. Um, yeah, I have notes. Azrog and Spydro. Yeah. in action since then, so he is uh, familiar with that. So, hell yeah! Any, anytime we get to talk Azrog and Spydro and Uncle Montor, I'm all over that because I the more more spotlight those characters get, the better well, in my opinion. I, I will go ahead and say, let's go ahead and just stamp that now for next week. That that will be one okay. of the topics. So Purvis, you maybe like you'll never get the other one probably. I guess. But, no, uh, <laughs> not, not while I'm on here. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that one with Joe. There's some commentators like, like you know, when I was so glad when Joe said he didn't like Golden Distant Knowledge. I'm like, I just feel like there's certain oh, episodes. Don't, don't bring, don't bring that like, back up. We don't need Curtis Aker. Yeah, Curtis is in the chair. I'm not interested in doing a commentary for. Period. Like, you know, I, I you know, I'm just, I'm just not because I, I feel like when we're on here, I want to make the most of our time and to do a commentary for episodes. I'm like, uh, Star Child will be in two weeks. So, um, Zentron wanted to say, uh, which I'm race do of Black uh, Keanu Reeves right here on the podcast? Free wheel, right? <laughs> uh, here we go from Zentron. Which race of people from the filmation He-Man cartoon do you wish we got to see more of? That that one I personally can't answer because I I need to really absorb and watch more filmation to give you a, a more educated there, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of cool races <laughs> I, I feel like we could have gotten you know i mean we didn't we and the like is this for like for the vintage toy line or just in, in general or just i think he meant from just the filmation cartoon from the vintage filmation cartoon i mean but put in the like the like just that we never got toys up period or, or just wanted to I'm thinking he meant in context of seeing more in the cartoon of like, you know, if we could have seen more of the widgets or seen more of any other oh, kind of race. Oh, I thought cartoon. you meant like that we, we, that we never got in figure form or something like no, that. No, no. Um, uh, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I always thought the Avion Warriors were always interesting to see, even though I don't like Rain of the Monster. Um, and you got to see they were different too, because you'd think that yeah. you know, like they all would be maybe like kind of monkeyish looking people, but then you seen half of them look like regular humans wearing goggles yeah. that were see through. So you got to see, I guess, a big variety. I thought that was cool. I like the Tycons that were in uh, the Good Shall Survive uh, episode's not that great, but I just thought they were kind of an interesting insect people. Uh, um, I don't, know, I, I, but I, I kind of think of like the character, like Garn from uh, Tale of Two Cities, and the. Uh, and, and a lot of uh, Queen uh, Draca and uh, Queen Belina. I just thought that, the, you know, more, I mean, there were just, you know, one shot characters, but I would have liked to have seen more of them. I mean, sure. if we could have a whole discussion on, on that too, but uh, races of people, I'd say more, more stories with Avion Warriors, uh, Buzz Off's people, you know, would have been interesting as well. Yeah, some of those insects. I think more of the dragons, like seeing like Morningstar and like other other uh, dragons of, of They were memorable when they yeah, when they yeah. popped up and with their yeah, with their powers and yeah. some of the magics you didn't expect out of them. I always loved seeing when the dragons were doing something. So Yeah, I, I think seeing more cool. more of the dragons would have been really, really cool. Okay. And Curtis Ackerman has one that's like and I'm hoping what he says. He says I hope the four horsemen will be involved with the Silverhawks coming from Super 7. Yeah, as if they were to make them in a classic style. Oh, hell yeah, I'd pray that the horsemen would be doing those. It's if. Oh, I'll they buy, buy every year. Like, you just tell me you're doing forfeit. I don't care what. I'll, yeah, that, that's something like, here, go, go, go. You know, here I would I'm actually on. return. I would return to collecting some stuff. If the four horsemen and they were doing those styles, classics for Silverhawks, 
I would be back in. You bet your ass. So let's hope so. Because even Pac said, yeah, the horsemen should be involved in everything. Yeah, they, they definitely make everything. Uh, uh, Toy Fair in, in February, well, you know, Super 7 will have like a big announcement about that or, or something. How badass. Uh, you, I, yeah, because you can't have Joe Amato keep making them. I've made Quicksilver. I don't know how many times and chromed that some bitch up. So I've made customs, but I want official ones. So definitely. And get the sectors back. I want fucking sectors. Yeah, Anyways, I want yeah, they'd be they would be fucking awesome too. I mean, I want, damn, I want spy drags. Yep, spy drags, and of course, yeah, uh, Prince Dargon. I mean, well, you got to yeah. Have so, uh, damn. Now I'm thinking too much, but thanks for that. Um, Curtis, well, Curtis Agerman, this is only for me because they're not going to answer that. He said KFC or Popeyes. It's got to be Popeyes. KFC does not even exist. No chicken restaurant exists now. It's only Popeyes. I don't know how they what do that. You say, all right, well, let me ask you this: You'd say Chick, uh, Popeyes over Chick Fil A? You bet your ass it is that you, damn good. You are a Nazi, man. It's, I, I, it is that damn good. I don't know how they get that crispy batter and flavor and juiciness. Holy piss. It's delicious. God, I could eat it every fucking day if I had the money. I, now I'm getting well, excited. No, I, I would go with Popeye's over KFC just because... Uh, ju- well, I mean, God, the, the quality of chicken just... the quality of chicken at KFC is just hit or miss. Like Popeye's is usually... Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Yeah. Now, would I put Popeyes over Chick Fil A? Uh, it, yes, I would. Fuck that it, sandwich at Chick Fil A. Shit. When you take that Popeyes chicken sandwich, not only is it cheaper, but it's bigger. It's this big ass fucking chicken sandwich. This piece. Good God, it's like heaven. I don't eat fast food, but the quality of Chick Fil A is about the cleanest and in, in, on the entire market. Chick Fil A's chicken nuggets there are second to none. Their chicken in general is second to none. <laughs> Popeye's chicken sandwich before? Have you had? I never one? had Popeye's because it ain't around here. And frankly, I don't give two, two shits about having Popeye's chicken. I, I think you get. I think you know what that stuff would do to my stomach if I had Popeye's chicken. It hasn't affected me. Well, mentally, maybe. Gotta be like has... Jeff Daniels on the can on my bathroom. Well, to, to be fair, <laughs> anything else that Tyler eats other than his usual set of food tears his stomach up. So that is true. I I I, I have to. Be willing to devote time to the toilet if I'm going to bench off my guy. Otherwise, it's it's King of the Ring 2001 all over again. Yeah. But if Tyler says (laughs) his stomach would get sensitive, I will agree that, yes, it's not as greasy, definitely, at Chick-fil-A. And if you go to Popeye's, it is greasier. It would fuck your stomach up. So, yes, agreed. I like grease and shit so, it, i mean it, yeah. it depends like on what i want like i i love their their cajun fries so sometimes that gives the edge of popeyes over chick-fil-a but chick-fil-a is closer i don't have to drive 45 minutes in either direction to get to a popeyes and one of those popeyes is attached to a, a truck stop so yeah it has a tendency to be a popeyes is five minutes away five minutes away from the Juicy, tenderness, flavorful. Not not a sponsor, by the way. I want to stress this because I feel like that that's our, one of our new gags. We have to talk about Popeyes every over. episode. It'd be over if we became a sponsor and I got free Popeyes. Oh my god! We need to make that I happen. I want money. Man. I just want. Oh, I just want food. Um, James, I'll take money and talk the hell out of Popeye's chicken. Yeah, you know, just give me the money. I'll, 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 I'll say I eat it every day for lunch and even after my workouts. All kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Um, JSP said he asked a question. JSP, you got to ask it earlier because I honestly uh, didn't see it. But of course, my chat might be out of order. That might have to be something Nathan will just. I'll scroll up and see um, if I can find it. And while you're scrolling, Jason Havlick said, "How do you think Eldor's Book of Living Spells actually worked?" 
I mean, I guess it's it's something I never really thought of. Obviously, uh, it's something that helped to invoke the spell with that you know when Gray became hero. But I know originally he was going to have holograms. I would have loved to known. And I'm not talking about classic stuff. I'm not going to even talk about anything that him and classics. I mean, it's a cool little mystery. I mean, he was uh, a powerful wizard, so just a. I don't know. I kind of imagine like the images that we would see as holograms would be that that the, they like if we would saw like ghouls or or monsters or. Any, any that that would come out of the book and you know and you know would be cast upon whoever Eldor is trying to stop or something like that. That's kind of what I thought. Like whatever you saw would would just come to life out of the book and you know the, the, these spirits would attack the Snake Men. Yeah, because the Super Seven one they didn't give us any holograms of like what we were supposed no. to get. Right? Was it different? No, it's uh, it was just like little. Uh, I mean, I got it right over there. It's it's like little little colorful pages of, of like the pre-eternia uh -huh. stuff yeah it's okay all right filler stuff okay let's see what we got from Pac here does anyone else feel like there is a there's something off with the origins line <laughs> line i have wave yeah, one but I the need to go back and listen to previous episodes yeah, go, go, go back go back we don't want, we'll make our listeners ears bleed and piss them off by like we, because we, we don't we, want we to just, do it again yeah. that's the ratio would start going to dislike yeah. like i said i I, I, just, I think the only time that we need to talk about the origins line moving forward is when new waves are announced and stuff like that there's no yeah, there's no just, need yeah. for us to go and regurgitate the same stuff we've said the last 15 episodes uh yeah you have to definitely check back you know previous episodes and, and like i said i always gave my honest opinion there's the ones i don't like there's the ones i do like but like i said if people all love them all great if people hate them all great it's just opinions but uh um no you're pretty much wrong pocky said chick-fil-a is his vote your vote is wrong <laughs> okay um let's see Grim Come on, Pac, Chick Fil A, shit. Grim Grimbot said this podcast is brought to you by Popeye's I, Chicken. I think, exactly. I, you know, I because I had a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich yesterday, actually, and I that is better than the Popeye's one. I'm sorry, but it is. <laughs> you are crazy. It is. It is. I, the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich was nothing. Nothing. It was good, but it wasn't anything special. Like the the, the Chick Fil A one. The Chick Fil A one. Here's I'm always like thinking no. about that one more. no no yeah. it's good but it's popeyes popeyes is great <laughs> um damn see you got me all angry um see now i'm gonna get tyler angry from the zentron ah, okay. question zentron said, yeah zentron oh, said do you do you wish star child was in more episodes <laughs> <laughs> there it's your turn tyler well no <laughs> but, but i mean i you know it and it's just it's due to like shitty writing, you know. Just not a very good story, you know. I I know James thought that she was redeemed. I forgot what episode she she shows up in an ep a season two episode, but I'm like, uh, I I really don't want to see it. Like, but like when Emilio confirmed that she did show up in a cameo in uh, uh, the uh, Faceless One uh, issue from the NYP series, it was honestly like knowing that he did that. That and she looks like a like a like a twelve year old and not like this five year old like running around in a onesie and is just whining with these two obnoxious races and shit like that. It's just a bad episode. But if somebody could, you know, James could turn it around. I'm sure Emiliano could. Danielle probably could. Hell, I probably could if I really wanted to. But it's just when you got all these other characters that, you know, I, I, I she would be at the bottom of the barrel. Like if I was given like choices of like we want you to revitalize this character, like. I would have to be like, you know, down to Crackers the Clown and Star Child. You know, I mean, I 
would have gone to the list of other filmation characters before I decided, like, okay, it's time to, oh, you know, right. well, scrape the bottom uh, of the how, asshole. How about, how about we, because we can fill a little more time here. If, if Let's say Crackers the Clown was the one that you, you had to do. Well, what kind of what kind of story would you come up with for Crackers the Clown? Oh, God. <laughs> Can we not? Yeah. Can we just not come, come on. up with a story? I don't even want to. No, I don't want to. Come I on. hate him. And the thought of him oh, being used on. in that multiverse, such a shitty forgotten story. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, that, that's something I, I would have to say. Why, why, why do you want me to make a clown who a circus clown which doesn't belong on an attorney anyway into a valid member of of if, of the he-man cast you guys, and family like if you guys also want to throw this out if you want to crackers the clown custom link down below hit joe hit joe motto up to make one. Oh yeah joe's done all these other goofy ass characters i'm sure he'd be more happy to you know pep it up for 300 bucks yeah but, but <laughs> what, what, what would you do like they're like Nothing. No, no, no. He's, he's a horrible. Let, let's say you're put in a situation where it's like, all right, Tyler. Wait, no, no, wait, hold on, Nathan. What? I want to do it to you. That's your question. So you got to tell us how would you make Crackers the Clown interesting? Because me and Tyler are not touching that shitty character. No, I want to hear you. I, I, what would you I got nothing. Of course, because no, no, hang on. So let's say they're like, right. I, I would, I would probably have to go down the route of, of writing him like. Like like uh like sorrowful almost like uh, he have to be a you know a sympathetic character so, something that I, I, like the character would not be like your tradition like he he'd be someone who wants to bring joy in the royal court but he's you know either dismissed or or, or just not taken you know he's not um like, I I feel like if you if you made him a character whose story arc is like he just wants to be accepted by others like this is more than just a clown you know someone who's intelligent but they just seem as someone who makes children laugh and he's not somebody that, not that we say we put him at the forefront of a battle and he thwarts Skeletor no no hell no but but something that would be make him like the moral of the story is like don't just assume that people can't can't be something else like that they're one dimensional. Like all he is is a clown. Like there's a, somebody else there. Um, make him, make it a morality tale. You know, like the, it wouldn't be like the A story. Like the main story would be stopping Skeletor. But in the midst of that, like is like, he's trying to offer help or, or a possible, like something he knows is. Yes, and, and Joe, you can hang yourself because this is like, you know, <laughs> I know you don't even want to do it. I can tell how you're talking, but, but I'm saying trying, if I had to do something, to. I would have to have to make it something along the lines of like, you know, don't assume that anybody's, you know, you know, like don't judge a book by its cover, which they've already covered in the morals of He-Man. So it would be, have to be something along those You know lines. what? I, I would make him, I think I'd make him more like how Doink the Clown was when he was first introduced. I'd make him evil. The double side didn't he have the first the good music, then it went dark or something? Yeah, I, Isn't that how I, I, I would, I would have him music? be like a darker character? I say I don't. I, but the, the whole clown look to it, to me. It, that's that's why it's one of the things about He Man. Like when they would try to uh, like the Toy Maker episode too. Like these characters that just don't look like they fit the the dynamic or the the visual style of He Man. Like they just grab something from our day or from our time and throw it. And that's why I just felt like the great show and trying not to mention it's one of the silliest episodes and ridiculous. Well, but maybe, just crackers well, itself just doesn't look like he fits in this world. Period. Well, what if you made him look more, uh, more like a, a jester 
as opposed to straight up. Well, like kind of like Acrobat, you know, Acrobat, which is like the concept character that showed up in one episode yeah. of She-Ra. Like he looks like an evil court gesture. Right. Plus, then Crackers the Clown is such a shitty name anyway. Crackers the Clown. Yeah, it's just that would probably be the first and last well, time I get anything about Crackers the Clown from either of these guys. So I hope you appreciate it. Yeah, I, 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 my head hurts now. <laughs> well, let's go to JSP with his question. And uh, he said, if we could do classics again, would we distribute them through regular stores or through collector stores like comic shops? Well, honestly, JSP, I would prefer stores nationwide if it could be Walmart, Targets, all no, places you can think absolutely. of. I absolutely. Hold on. I hate the idea of exclusive shops. Like if you only could get it at a comic shop, because that means only this comic shop or that one, and then they're hard to get, then people are getting pissed, then the prices are skyrocketed. But if they could actually distribute them and have a good case pack ratio at stores for people to see, well, that's the that thing. That never yeah. happens, Joe. I'm going to interrupt you on that. You know damn well that never happens. No, and it's true. They don't. But either way, I would rather it be a nationwide chain than just a collector shop like a comic shop, because then you're stuck at one place that you might not have in your area. It's going to make them limited and it's going to make them go super high in price that's the reason i'd want a difference with retail and that i understand what you mean you're right they probably wouldn't do it right but i'd rather it be mainstream hopefully it's reaching the eyes of more people that could see it that grew up with it and then maybe new people but that's the only thing i could see it as is being just stores just like how you get the turtles at most stores yeah. or you can get gi yeah. joe at most yeah. well, that, sure yeah, but but co but comic shops. If you were just at comic shops or those collectors, do you know stores, what it's like out there? Have you been to retail lately? No, I have. I've been to retail, and that's what I mean. And comics in a comic shop for me would suck. We have maybe two around here, and if it would be a collector shop, I'd feel like we're reliving Maddie Collector. And since they're a collector only type thing, when you have it at comic shops, you're just limited. And I don't have many around here. I have more retail stores and if i knew hey i could go to myers or target or walmart or one of these stores to get it at least it's uh more readily available for mm. me compared to going to a collector place i mean i would do the same thing and definitely make sure you put it there with the NECA stuff that's hardly ever on the shelf so we could just admire that not being there as well because you know everyone's just gonna go like Oh yeah, well you... they clog up the shelves with a lot of like Godzilla figures that nobody wants, and all these other shitty variants of other things that they hey we license this, buy this, and no one gives a fuck about all that, you know. But I, I would, but I would, if, I would if it ain't gonna be for like online retailers like Big Bad or Entertainment Earth or places that spe you know, specialize in adult collectibles, you know, re retail's been nothing but a pain in the ass, even for things like you know Turtles and GI Joe, Transformers, and for some people He Man right now, like it's just. They don't know how, I mean, you got people who make, sole purpose of getting their ass out of bed is to go around and scout you know, adult collectibles and to go either into it. If, even if it was just strictly a, a comic book shop, at least you can go to the owner or call the owner and they can order. And because that's what I would do with like when I would order the He-Man uh, posters for NYP, I told them I want this one and this one of each. They would order them and I would get it. And I mean, at least you were guaranteed to get it. And it's coming directly towards me. If I had to pay a little bit more, so be it. Because I would rather go through, you know, avoid the hassle of running around to all these stores and multiple towns and coming up with nothing, you know, just to find out that Nathan's like, oh, yeah, I, I found this character you really wanted. I, they only had one, though. I got it for myself, though. And, uh, and I'm pulling my hair out. And, you know, I, I got to get one, too. Much... got to get one, too. Well, you got the only yeah, one. Well. <laughs> 
Well, what if it was, like I said, like we have maybe two comic shops within a 30-mile radius of where I'm at. But them, along with retail stores, have started a new thing where I would try to get on lists for stuff. And they're like, can't get you on a list. I'm like, but why not? Why can't I be on it? And it was sometimes where it was like things with figures. It's because they only would order a certain amount. And whoever, you know, came in to get them would get them. I was like, but well, why can't I be on that, a list? Well, a lot of places they will order this. Thing. I, I don't know how. I'm just going by my experience with what I know a lot of stores. If you want something, you go through like, you know, they go through ordering services. Like if they're going to order, you know, you pay it in advance. You know, or sometimes they'll order it for you and you pay when it comes in. A lot of stores get, you know, uh, get the shaft on that where they, they just no-show after that. I I just much rather go through the route of, of dealing with someone, particularly through a comic book shop. If I had to pay an extra 5 or 10 bucks total or something like that, so be it. I just, when you're no, dealing with scalpers. Great. Like I said, they, yeah, because like I said, yeah, they but just we're, But we're also like, like, you know, yeah, retail, yeah, Walmart's right across the bridge for me. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. Yes, that is nice. But knowing I got to fight with these guys who are up the ass crack of dawn and just bugging the shit out of the, you know, the guy who stocks the shelves at Walmart and Target and the Walmart in Dublin, the Walmart in Christiansburg, and all the way down you know, down the road an hour in Roanoke and in Salem, trying to grab all these figures and just leaving all the ones that we all already own. Like, I don't want to go through that shit anymore because no, I, I don't agree, have time. I don't have time to, to no, be, you know. The same thing around here, like I said, beyond Walmarts and Targets and Myers and comic shops, none of them will hold for people, or at least for me. But I've seen it where they weren't holding for anybody anymore. Because I guess my thing was Did back you steal in the day. From these guys? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, but well, the thing is, back in the day, I remember when I could call a store and say, "Do you happen to have this?" And they're like, "It should be coming in a week." And I always said, "Could you put my name down?" Toys R Us used to do it. All the stores say sure, and they'd write. And when that figure came in, they're like, "Joe." We got it, and that's how I was getting a lot of the 2000X figures. They actually had me on a list, which was great. Then, for whatever fucking reason, I don't know why, all stores stopped it. They would not put you on a list anymore, including the comic shops, which just enraged me because, like I said, I don't have comic shops accessible as well, much I'm, as the I'm other stores. I said a lot of that is due to people who were just not, you know, not buying the product that they were telling these guys, hey, will you hold this phone? And never bothered to show up and buying it. So I could see why they stopped doing it, even at retail. You know, that's why they stop doing layaway a lot of times, unless it's Christmas, because they get you know stiffed with holding all this product that people never bother to come in and, and finish paying off. Hell, you know what I figured is like, why wouldn't they do like some of the game stores do? Because when you'd want like the upcoming new game, and they still do this now, you can always put five dollar, ten dollar down payment onto yeah. that thing that you want to get. It's like that would be great. I mean, I would be more than happy. Well, if see, I but the game store, store too, even though it's a like chain, but when they deal with toys, it is essentially a, like a specialty shop. Like, and I'm fine with that too. As long as I don't have to, you know, spend a lot of unnecessary time running around from store to store, like I, I just assume it's just, yeah, it is fun to come across something out in the wild. Like, oh, wow, they got this. Like finding the Transformers Red Series for the first time finally last weekend. That was awesome. But, you know, I just kind of feel like if I can get them all directly, yeah, I don't want to have to fight these scalpers who are just out there trying to, you know, I, I hate scalpers. I hate them so much. I swear, if I ever find out I come face-to-face -face with a scalper, like, I probably will break my, my cardinal's, cardinal rule of, like, not being polite. Like, I was like, I hate I hate your guts. I'd break you in two over my knee if I could right now, but if I didn't have to worry about getting arrested. Just, of, of just that mentality of, you don't want to get a real job. You just want to scalp all these things that we enjoy in our pastime and charge 100 bucks 
big, you know, all this bots and shit like that. Oh, but I just want to like pull a sub zero, freeze them over my head, and just break them in yeah. half. And I mean, God, I can't, well, I can't stand those people who do and that. And the online thing's not, not any easier. Like the, no, the, with all this bots yeah, and bullshit, yeah. and thankfully some of them have acknowledged like one per customer and stuff like that, which I, I'm glad they finally have done that with certain things. And um, it's just, it sucks that you know we're all adults here and we just want to buy these action figures to support properties and characters that we absolutely love, and we have to fight these. I think of that 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 fat ass from a uh, uh, Make Love Not Warcraft episode of South Park, just sitting at his computer like this. At no emotion and just just scalping all the GI Joe classifieds, all the, all the origin figures you might want, all the Transformers you might want, Star Wars or whatever the case may be, and have it shipped right to his house, and he's going to charge you three times as much as what you pay for it retail. I, I think we I, I, just, I think we had talked about that before that it was starting to, in a way, kill my yeah, mine too. Wanting to even go anywhere and look for stuff anymore because what's what's yeah. the point if uh, you go and it's just a barren wasteland all the time and it's already gone and you look on ebay and all the prices are there i mean sometimes yeah which makes buying stuff at retail that much more difficult yeah. i mean i just you know still seeing the the, the uh, shelves clogged with he-man skeletor at, at every walmart i go to and you, you look for all these other figures it's completely holes and you don't don't know when because you know it's not a priority for the guys to be oh we got to make sure that these figures come back in so yeah but any more questions? Um, I'll let me see. Hold on, because uh, a lot was well, flying by. Go ahead. Uh, Sportimus did add a did, did did have a comment for you, Tyler. That uh, th- he just wanted to say thanks for getting him interested in Ninjor. So, oh, hey, my pleasure. I, I, I'm I'm you know glad glad you got excited about the character, man. It's uh. I kind of feel like a lot of them just like have to say, just look at the guy. You like, you know, what's not to like about you know, He Man style ninja? It's just, which I'm sure uh, I know we've discussed did him in the character bar, but we'll have to revisit him with Nathan on the podcast. Yeah, so. I'd, be, I'd be down to do yeah. that. Sportimus uh, had a question here. Do you think the Masterverse will be as good, including quality, as the Classics line, given the twenty dollars price point? I doubt it because I imagine that they'll change enough stuff on each character that it might turn off a lot of people. Which doesn't make sense, because if it's too much sticking to a certain design, they'd be like, well, I already have the Classics figure. So that's another weird position that you're put in, I guess, with doing working on toy lines. Like, you have to make it at least a little bit different so the people aren't just getting the same Oh, they seem to do it with with the Star Wars. They just release the same figures over and over again. Yeah, I don't know. But Star Wars is a, a, a trickier... Like, you think of Star Wars compared to Masters Universe, that's, like, two completely different... Oh, I know, but the mentality of re-releasing the exact same sculpt with slight changes to, you know... The, the, like, details that only Joe could point out. Like, me looking at it, I would not notice it. You know, just knowing that they release the same figures on different cards. And, yeah. You know, I, it's just... Uh, I'm not a fan of that at all. Sportimus also asked, what is your favorite filmation-created hero or villain, like Icer or Songor, for example, and why? Oh, there's a bunch of those. <laughs> uh, well, Lizardman, of course, is my favorite hero. Uh, villain? God, there's a shitload of from Strongarm, Icer, Mask, and Chakotay, Azrog, and Spydra, uh, Dragoon, um, Negator, and his nerves, Dark Dream. I mean, there's a shitload of them. I mean, there's just a, there's a whole slew of them. I, 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 the villains, I cannot name one particular one. But we we didn't get. I mean, we got you know 
outside of Troy, of course. There's some Malik from uh, Stone Mountain. He, he was he was cool. Um, Malakta? Malakta. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Malakta, Malakta was a wonderful character. I think um, for heroes, it'd be Malakta and evil would be Shakoti. I just always loved Shakoti. She's always God, so damn yeah. spooky and would have just been an amazing figure back then. I mean, at least, thank God, we got her in classics, which was amazing. But yeah, I'd go with Malakta and Shakoti for my favorite villain and evil person. I mean, uh, hero, evil, evil person. person. Liz- Lizard Man, yeah. I'd probably have to say Shakoti too, because she left such an impression on me as a child. Her fangs, I, maybe looked like, like like she was a vampire. And Spooky and sexy all at the same time. Don't know how that was done, but somehow it was. God, the, the black eyes and just Linda Gary's voice. Uh, I watched House Shakoti not too long ago, and God Almighty, man, like that, that, that follow. Follow me, like she says to Stanley in, inside the cave with that glowing, like yellow uh, visage of, of her face, and then it just kind of fades away into the dark. Like, yeah, son of a bitch, man. God, it was so oh, well done by filmation. Oh, yeah, boy, the way she's boy, you're like, yeah. oh <laughs> man, I got I got goosebumps <laughs> on my face, man. That was it's that was one scary sure. bitch, dude. That would have to be another yeah. episode that we would need to revisit and do a commentary for. Maybe. Yeah, because we did that when uh, uh, Danielle came on, did part. Two with this and god man no no one gave a shit about our commentaries for house of Shakoti part one and two nobody did That's yes we gotta go back and revisit it because you know some of those early assholes like they're doing a commentary for that hey toys fuck that hey, <laughs> hey we gave you uh, plenty of toy talk on this episode i feel like Oh, I know. That's yeah. what I just kind of feel like so many fans are strictly about toys and that, uh, that is where their I brain mean, stops I get, I get that too that's fine, but th- th- we we don't do this just for toys. I know. We are, and, and I know. The, the mission statement yeah. <laughs> is to let everyone know that there's more to this than just toys. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I also understand. I'm not going yeah, to but I just house to Cody. And we have to turn the lights off too. We'd have to do it in the dark. You know. There you go. Oh yeah. Hey, I, uh, I know what I could do. Oh, I could totally do this. I could That's do the face thing while we do commentary. You know. Oh, be so okay. awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I was gonna say, Nathan, I'm I'm not gonna puke, but I had um, I don't know, maybe five yeah, or some of those. Yeah. See, you, I, I must have a... not been paying attention because I didn't even notice each time that you were eating. A cookie. I saw him eat one cookie earlier while I was talking, you know, which I thought was kind of. Rude. Did you try one? Yeah, I am. Did you try one <laughs> from, from the the bigger container or those softer? Um, try those because I did not. Yeah, she said that that's the one where I, I ate two from. I hate. I had half a chocolate cake and I had my seven piece Popeyes for my birthday today, so that's why I couldn't eat as much as right I wanted. Right before the podcast. Um. Oh shit! Pretty close. It, it was close, really. I was trying to give a little bit of a window, but uh, I don't think I left enough of it. So let's see if this is softer here. I thought he was going to put it in his modulite mask. I swear he was for some <laughs> there. <laughs> Like, I have an eating disorder. Just like I can't get it in there. Softer. Mm-hmm. 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 It's about the same. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, still good though, right? Mm-hmm. It's still good though. Yeah. So, so Emily, I mean, it's free. Mm-hmm. Like I, I told you earlier, Nathan, you tell Emily that her cookies taste real good. Ah, God. He said he left me that in a message on Facebook, and I'm like, "Don't you talk about Emily's cookies?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah, you did right, Chase. Good there, buddy." Real <laughs> nice. No, but no, there that was good. Tell her I said thank you though, I, really, because that's a lot of cookies, and that'll last me a couple that'll days. Last him a couple hours. So, Sportimus also said yeah, nope. scalpor 
evil buyer of toys that resells at three times the price. And it looks like a Nazi. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Any, anytime I think of like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, I always like think that'd be like a great like, like if we were to do like a a movie about guys who collect toys and they're like Indiana Jones, like scalpers would be the equivalent of Nazis in that film. Like you're constantly up against the Nazi regime or scalpers. Yeah, Indiana's fedora is like looking for like the central tower, and he finds it in this cave. And there's Balok outside the cave waiting to take your central tower, and add it to his collection. No, and, the, and then no, sell it for, yeah, for, yeah, for five thousand yeah, dollars. There you go. Interesting yeah. thing though about Scalpor when you're saying that, I was requested. Oh, it was around the time you already Origins. <laughs> no, no, no. But when all that crazy stuff where people were buying a lot of the origins early on and people couldn't get them or having multiples and people were getting pissed. And then they were trying to sell them in groups for five, six times the amount. And they were getting booted from groups. People were pissed. They're like, Joe, just make us a scalp or and get that up, start selling it. So, I mean, cause a long time ago I, I made snipe or, which was uh, an homage to on eBay when you bid on something yeah. and that yeah. last three seconds is like bid, 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 bam. And somebody just snipes you. So I made a snipe or and put it on eBay. And then I watched people snipe for snipe or at the end. That was years ago. So, but yeah, I could always make a scalp or, but I think uh, that might be it, Nathan. I know there might've been some more questions. I'm not there, sure. I know it's getting late. There was but... one more JSP, Nathan and Tyler. Are you going to get the GI Joe cartoon soundtrack LP? No, whoopee fucking do. You shut fucking the hell up, Joe. Joe. Eat your damn cookies God there. God no, it, 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 it would be, uh, it'd be cool. And yeah, and the way that they have a tendency to release stuff digitally and then like an LP format, I do actually have a, a record player. I just need to get some speakers for it and get a nice little comfy setup. But yeah, that that wouldn't be a bad idea. I'd love to have it, but I wouldn't have any way of really playing it though. Um, I mean, I think it's awesome when they release a lot of the soundtracks from from a lot of these uh, shows and, and uh, movies and stuff like that. I'd love to have it. I just don't know if I'd have a, a you know. Joe, how, about, how about you shove those cookies up remember, your ass there? You remember when... But it's like, I remember, I was like, JSP, he's putting that shit in the fans of Power Face. Well, you got to think well, about the G.I. Joe thing. Well, like, nobody cares, JSP. JSP oh, also sorry. said... Oh, as if people really care about your precious Popeye's chicken on. talk. At least we're staying on topic of 80s action <laughs> figures here. You're just like, hey, by the way, I ate shit today. <laughs> I, ate, I actually uh, I ate Wendy's today. I got some spicy nugs and a double stack and some fries. It was tasty. I remember Nathan coming to my apartment one time and started farting real bad. And he went like, oh, man, Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then there'd be times I'd fart, too, and Ty was like, oh, it smells awful. It smells like pineapple and little kids. I'm like, what? Yeah, like like stinky kids. Like, you know, <laughs> the, you know that you'd like, see it like playgrounds or like in the ball pit at like a Burger King or something like that. Like the stinky kid that hadn't wiped his ass properly or something like that. That's what Nathan's farts would smell like. Wendy's has some horrible dry nuggets. God, I hate Wendy's nuggets. I, are know, they I, any, I, I don't know. I ain't had them in like six years. I like Wendy's nuggets. I got some sweet and sour sauce really? and dip them in. Uh, but J- hey, JSP said that that is on Amazon Music, and Grim said it's also available uh, in digital format. So you can probably buy it on iTunes, and it's free on Spotify. Okay, well that's cool. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like. Yeah, there's there's certain pieces I really like from GI Joe a lot. So uh, I'll, if it's on iTunes, which is if I buy music, it's, it's simply through there. I'm old school that way. And I, I, yeah, I want to say this too: if if you guys have an Amazon Prime subscription, the Master Universe movie is on Prime Video that you can watch it if you if you have that. So you got that and you don't want to go get your blu-ray copy or something you can just stream it on there that's something we have to do on the commentary for that because i don't like our commentary that we did for that 
the first so time. So we need to do a redo one down the road? Yeah, need a redo. Was that we're, one we're that didn't really s- hit the spot? For some reason, people weren't tuning into that or something? I couldn't remember. Oh, no, well, that- well, on top of that, but I, I just... You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a lot of episodes where people just didn't give two shits about, like, uh, and I, 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 I don't know why. I mean, I remember when me and Joe talked probably when we decided to do a discussion on the Rock Wars. Like, no one's gonna give a shit about that, and it did extremely well that week. And I heard the thought last week's episode. You know, in the grand scheme of things, for us, that was a lot of views. They're like, you know, it within, you know why, right? Don't say it, Nathan. Leave me alone. Joe promoted it. That's why. <laughs> I, no, I, I I always promote every episode. I, but thought, you, I, thought, like, you, I thought the days you promoting the podcast were gone the way of the dodo. I didn't think no, you did anything no. unless it was like oh, pimping your promote. own shit. No, I always promote every episode and on our two I'm, main pages. I'm just I'm just groups, kidding. But... That's always the running gag that anytime it does well, it's kind of oh. show promoted. I'm just I'm, I'm just oh, joking. Okay. I, 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 oh yeah, because I I I. I Stop promoting because people stop responding because it's oh look at the pretty pictures and don't bother actually rate why why I posted it so and that's the weird thing I told it, you for some reason the picture helps when I promote when it's not a picture for some reason it's crickets but if I put a picture there everybody responds yeah and, and I would do something. that every damn Facebook group on the internet that it was related to him and no one gave two shit they just like like the picture like you guys didn't bother to it's read weird. this at all did you. Yeah, and it's like that most of the time. Sometimes, I mean, hell, I I can't tell you the amount of times where I've posted a custom. And in the title, I'm like, here is my latest custom figure, blah, blah, blah. And on the picture, nice big logo, Joe Model Custom Creations. And then the first comment I see is, is that an official figure? When was that released? I'm like, holy shit. It's right there on the picture, it says a custom. In my entire description, it says custom. What are they missing? It's like, you're not reading that? You're not seeing something on the picture? What, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know what happens from here to there. It Sometimes it just baffles me. Uh, it's just frustrating. I mean, that's why I'm glad I don't care about promoting anymore, because it's just insulting. I, I mean, like, if, if you... I, it, it is what it is. I like seeing the, the sub count go up. That's been nice. And we, and, oh, and we yeah, got I mean, it's nice to see that. Week. And Curtis Ackerman said, uh, I, it probably doesn't really apply to Joe because Joe's probably never seen it or uh, not to. Here we go. But Curtis Ackerman would, would like to see us do a commentary for Suburban Commando. I think that would be awesome. That'd be awesome, but uh, I don't think it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would have to put it on this channel, and Joe wouldn't let me do that because it's not about He Man. Oh, you yeah, can do it. yeah, even though even though Joe likes to do episodes about him eating stuff and says that's related to He Man, but this tarantula was on this episode. You never saw giraffe it. balls. Some guy sent me from you know Guatemala. And, you know, you we might talk it. about He Man if we have time. It's something that I think we I, I might look at doing down the road. But I would love to do a commentary for Suburban Commando. Oh, I love Suburban Commando. We can, we can go into a long conversation about Hulk Hogan. Especially during this time. You guys could do that. I mean, I remember you did your toy finds that one time, Nathan. Go ahead. If you want to put that on here, fans of power, go ahead and do that. Do a sub yeah, it, it, it won't be it wouldn't be it couldn't be associated with anything else. Like it could be beyond retro and shit like yeah. that. So it something like that, like we had some downtime to like throw it up there. Kinda of like how you guys did like the, the random episode like what, two weeks ago, like on a Wednesday or something like yeah. that, while Nathan was off yeah. or something. Yeah, it had to be something like that, you know, like, you know, when we got some time off, like around the holidays or something like yeah, we'll that, you know, but that, that, that would be fun to yeah. do something like that. Yeah. I'll be in the chat room watching and commenting when, uh, and tell us how, you know, how we're not doing it right. No, I'll tell you how great it is. And it's amazing. It was an awesome movie. And yeah, I mean, it's, all not, that it's not, it's not, it's not a great movie. He's just mad because Warrior wasn't starring in it. 
God, I could, you know, I seen a horrible movie with him a couple of years ago. I was like, "What the fuck was this?" I've, God, I wish I could remember he it. He was but in a movie. He was in, yeah. Look it up right now, Nathan, so people don't think I'm crazy. But uh, he was he in was. some movie. It was like an action movie, and it was fucking horrible. You guys, I was like, you guys, what well, you need to go check out that that like that soft core. I wouldn't even call. I knew. It. I was hoping Nathan was gonna with, say uh, that soft core with Buff Bagwell. <laughs> I, I finally with what, what? Buff Bagwell. Yeah, hang on. I... I'll find it. First, look up the warrior thing just to make sure, because I know there was a movie. I thought JSP, if anybody, since he knows I don't so much remember stuff him being in anything. He was in a movie, and it was. Too, I don't think he even really talked or something stupid. I forgot what it was about. It was just. It was a hot mess. I was excited, thinking, "Hey, Ultimate Warriors in a movie. Let's check this out." Jim Helwig, and I was like, "Oh my god! No wonder why nobody ever knew this. It was fucking terrible." So. Uh, oh, I thought somebody was mentioning in the chat room what it might be. I'm still waiting for Nate. You got to be able to find uh, it, Nate. Dude, it's I'm not firepower. Firepower. It's some. Yeah, I think oh, that okay. might have been in it. In 1993. Oh yeah. Oh. I, oh. Uh, hang on. Hang on. No, there, <laughs> no, there, no. There's like a, a movie poster. Let me. <laughs> Are you gonna pop it up here or something? I, I, it was I am. Bad. Well, let me give everyone the the Marcus Bagwell movie. They they need to go check out the, the the guy like directed the guy that did this movie directed all kinds of just like shit uh let's see is it that one return to savage beach there you go it's uh andy said andy, andy the, yeah so he made all kinds of like skin flicks back in the day but yeah. you just beat jsp because jsp did pop up yeah so, oh, yeah, there yeah it i'm is. gonna put this image up but yeah look at warrior right there <laughs> I don't know, you think he'd talk, but yeah, JSP said firepower. Chad McQueen from Karate Kid. It was bad. If you want to watch five minutes of it, see what you could stomach, Tyler, before you turn that fucking thing off. It's not good. I'm not that bored, Joe. (laughs) You ain't shitting. (laughs) I was excited until I saw it. Oh, Gary Daniels. It's a Gary Daniels movie, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. I don't need to see that. It's a good decision. Yeah, it wouldn't let me. That that would have to be something I have to watch with Nathan like at twelve o'clock in the morning when I can't keep my eyes open and he's just making fun of anything and everything on the screen. Yeah, I can't. I can't get it up there. Oh wait, well JSP just mentioned he said, "Get me out of here now." He said that was all he said the entire movie. Yeah, I thought he was mute and barely talked. So there, he said one line the whole movie. Fantastic. So, all right, well guys, um, I hope you enjoyed that. We did a lot of rambling. It was cool. It was fun. So if you are new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe. Share and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live. And until next time, have a powerful day. If you will not turn to the dark side, then perhaps she will. That was Darth Vader from Return of the Jedi. All right. Rest in peace, David Prowse. David Prowse. We had, we yeah. met him at a convention and it was awesome. Our first one. Yeah, he told. Uh, I'll make this very brief. He just basically told a story about how Christopher Reeve was an asshole, and I I've never heard anyone say a bad word about Christopher Reeve. Yeah. So to hear that, I was like, holy shit. Mm, yeah. That's different. yeah, and he, he was he was pretty pretty emphatic, but he seemed very calm about when he. But it, yeah, because I. Wow. Oh. That, that was uh yeah he. Those two things oh. I never put together ever is that combination. Christopher Reeve and asshole. I couldn't even even pitch. Oh yeah, he, and he gave us like a full story of like being on the set of Superman and 
wow. coming back from a from a bodybuilding competition, and Chris like just chewing him out on the set. Richard Donner's having to let go, and like just just cater to what he wants. And mm. he said when he had his horseback accident, he didn't feel bad for him at all. Like, ooh, shit. yikes, yikes, man! He must. I have was really like, this is Darth Vader telling us yeah. that, man. Ooh. Yeah, so a lot, oh, lots of man. yeah, the dark side that day. Lots Jesus of bad Christ! Okay. Yeah, Guess so he was so cold. I went and talked to him in like the lobby, like the next day when I went down to have breakfast, and it's just like talking to David Prowse, and it was just this is just so cool. I'm just I'm just talking to him, like just hanging out. That was awesome. Wow. All right. Well, uh, dang, what a different way to end it. Uh, see you guys next time.